Facebook Live, your show. You bring up anything. It is the Saturday edition. We're taking your phone calls about whatever you want. Uh, just dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's 1-800-259-9231. If you're a normal Saturday night listener on a radio station, you don't get the weekday show. You have no idea where we are. Mark, where are we? We're up here in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, at the Rogers Camp. Pennsylvania. Did I say Pennsylvania? Lancaster, uh, New Hampshire. Excuse me. All right. Uh, well, whatever. It's all right. You can drink before the show on Porkfest. And uh, it, we're here for, for Porkfest. We are here, the Porcupine Freedom Festival, it's 2009 edition. Uh, it's been a great time so far. We've been here since Thursday night, so we've done Thursday and Friday shows live out here at Rogers Campground and are surrounded by hundreds of the most interesting, fun, uh, great people that I think you'll ever meet, the activists here, the liberty-minded people that are moving to and have already moved to New Hampshire are just some of the most amazing, outstanding activists and, uh, and people I've ever had the chance to meet. And I always have the chance to meet so many of them over, uh, over this weekend. And uh, it just keeps getting better year after year. It's, it's my understanding get, it's that a lot bigger. more people are yeah. here this time uh, than before. And, and that's despite the fact that the location has moved to a, a campground that is a little more remote. Uh, than the one that we were at last year. But nonetheless, it didn't keep people away. They're still here. And, of course, we're surrounded by uh, great uh, Free Talk Live listeners here who will be uh, socializing as the uh, the evening goes on. So it's uh, still not too late to come by. If you are in the uh, the New England era, uh, area, you might want to drop by uh, Lancaster, New Hampshire, tomorrow uh, for the morning hours. There's still a few things, I think, that are scheduled. We can go down the list of, uh, of activities and talk about some of the things we did today. Of course, we'll still take your calls. Uh, that is the point of the show. You're welcome to dial in and talk about anything. Toll-free number is 800-259-9231. But since we're here at the Porcupine Freedom Festival, there, as I mentioned, there are all kinds of outstanding people here. And we had a chance to talk about this man on Thursday night's show, but we didn't actually have a chance to interview him because we're just always packed wall to wall with people and different people moving in and out. And so it's, we just grab whoever we can grab. And Mike Barsky is with us, uh, activist superstar. We are talking, of course, about uh, Mike, your... The article that you wrote that we published over at freekeen.com about how before you moved to New Hampshire, you were kind of a shut-in almost. I mean, as far as you didn't really get out and do very much, and now you're everywhere. There's uh, any activist event here in New Hampshire, you go to it, it's very likely Mike Barsky is going to be there. Uh, you're ubiquitous, uh, ubiquitous in that way. I uh, definitely was a shut-in. It was voluntary. I thought I was happier that way because I never had found anyone with like uh, values. And now that I'm here, I'm trying everything to get out. And actually, I was just thinking earlier this afternoon how Porkfest, <clears throat> to me, is like a microcosm of the Free State Project because there's still just too much to do. I could not do everything I wanted to do this week. Yeah. You know, it's, it's got to be very hard for people that believe in smaller government, uh, you, know, less government uh, you know, less government intrusion in people's lives to be out there in the other 49 states and as their governments progressively grow and grow and you know they certainly can talk to people that believe in smaller government who aren't willing to do anything about it you know they can go to a tea party or something like that and i i, I, you know, I haven't seen the government shrink after the tea parties but the people that want to do something about it there's you know they've got to be very very lonely yeah and uh, in addition to all the actual activism it's just much more pleasurable life for me to be around like-minded people who you know, I've said this a number of times to new people I've met here. Back at home with my family and, and whomever my friends were, the, there would be arguments about black and white issues. Just I could not express the logic in a way that they could understand, and it's just very uh, 
significant disagreements that that were like showstoppers. Mm -hmm. And here, uh, there's disagreements, but it's about nuances. It's about which flavor of activism or which type of, or what's the definition of minarchism. It's very small stuff. We're all like-minded, and I just so much more comfortable. Speaking of flavors of activism, one of the things I wanted to point out that was going on here this weekend, in fact, I believe happened multiple times, was your, uh, what you call the Pimp My Activism Seminar. And uh, what is Pimp My Activism? What is all that? Well, it stands for Practice Makes Perfect, and that makes up the Pimp and Pimp My Activism. And uh, I had started it a few months ago because uh, I had, you know, moving here and then starting to get active and dealing with cops in the act in the uh, civil disobedience way, I, I didn't know what I was doing, and I made a lot of mistakes, and things could have gone smoother, and I didn't accomplish my goals. And so I thought, hey, why not make a way so you could practice tense situations and get used to what uh, practice tactics for dealing with cops and judges and whatnot. And so we've had uh, numerous seminars in various parts of New Hampshire, and also there were two scheduled here at Porkfest, and it was so popular they added a third today. That's great. And I, are we learning things like uh, respecting the, the judges and the, and the cops uh, to, to some extent is, is certainly goes a long way in uh, getting treated better? Uh, that has been brought up, I think, all three times this week. Um, I also point out to the people who attend that I'm not telling them how to do it or what's right or what's wrong. We're just practicing things, and you can take out of it what they want. Yep. And people have mentioned, you know, you've got to give respect to get it, meaning to cops and whatnot. Sure. Other people have uh, attempted, uh, not attempted, but practiced a scenario where they treat the cop like the servant that they on paper are, and it was very rude, and it played out, and some people thought that was good and others didn't. So we're just practicing tactics. There's, it seems to me there's a line, a fine line, between being respectful and being kind of pathetic and obedient, right? Uh, because if you're so respectful, then you'll stand for the, the tyrannical judge every time he enters the room. But most of the people around here would not stand for... I'll stand for the judge uh, when he stands for me. A judge. Good call. Good call. <laughs> well, he's standing as he's walking in the room. Uh, you know, I, 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 would, would he stand for me if I walked into the room? Probably not. I've okay. often uh, fantasized about saying, when a, if a judge ever told me I was to address him as judge or your honor, I'd ask him to call me IT tech support guy, because that's my title. Right. It's <laughs> a neat idea. Uh, so uh, the toll-free number here is 800-259-9231. If you've got a question for Mike or any of the guests that we have while we're, uh, while we're up here, you're certainly welcome to dial in uh, and talk about them. So it was so popular that you, you did it a third time today. And people obviously saying good things about it. Uh, where can people go on the Internet to experience what this is like? Because they might want to try to do something like this where they are. It's a great opportunity for people to get together and share ideas and, and talk about something that really doesn't, I don't think, uh, spark a lot of discussions around Americans. I mean, first of all, who knows how to handle the cops? Secondly, who's out there really show, uh, showing people the ropes as, uh, as far as how to do that stuff? Well, uh, Pimp My Activism has a website. It's pimpmyactivism.info, and we have up there all the videos of the practice sessions that we've done, and in some of them, or most of them, we have actually video of some discussion that happened afterwards, and each video has a threaded uh, uh, discussion forum so people can comment on the, on the tactics just like they would if they were in person. And I did just learn to, well, actually this week, that uh, there's a couple of guys down in Florida who are actually going to be moving up here in August who have been doing their own pimp sessions down there. So just like you oh, said, that's great. Yeah, it's fantastic. Great. It's uh, Mike and Neil and a couple other guys have been doing it on their own, and they brought some ideas that we tried here this week. It's just awesome. One of the things that you see here in this movement a lot is uh, the people that will start something are very eager to have others duplicate it. It's not like it's, a, oh, it's my idea. You know, I came up with pimp my activism, so you can't use it. I'm going to sue you if you, uh, if you use the term. 
Uh, no, you want to get people out there doing similar things because liberty benefits. We all benefit. From I completely that. agree. Actually, they, uh, and, you know, up here at Porkfest, they were walking around with a bullhorn making announcements, and they announced it each time as Mike Barsky's Pimp Your Activism. <laughs> Come on. It's not, it doesn't even matter. It's just everyone's It's your name now, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. You've got a brand. <laughs> awesome. So, well, speaking of brands, I yeah. got a tattoo up here. You the, did. Uh, illegal tattoo. An illegal tattoo of a voluntary symbol and a porcupine, so... Everything's going on Very here. Very cool. The, uh, the porcupine symbol being the, the symbol of the Free State Project members, you know, peaceful little animal until you try to mess with it, in which case you could get a mouthful of quills. Exactly. You mentioned a lot's going on up here. Let's talk about that briefly. I mean, you've been here pretty much all weekend. When did you get here? I got here pork Tuesday. And oh, so an extended pork fester. Yeah, and still uh, wasn't enough. Well, it wasn't enough time? Not, yeah, not for me. <laughs> well, there, there has been a lot happening, and it sometimes has been difficult to choose. But what are some of the, uh, the favorites for you this weekend? Not just events, but just experiences, what, reflections on uh, what you've experienced. Uh, well, uh, I think my favorite aspect of this was just being able to walk all over this campground. And it's, I don't know, five to, five to ten minute walk side to side. And walk anywhere I walk, and I knew people. I knew almost everyone, and everyone knew me, and we're saying hi, and we... And we all had, we were there for the same reason. We all like liberty in our various different, from our various different angles. And it was just so comfortable to just it, it, walking through wall-to-wall people camped out. You know, some people had microwaves at the campground. Some people were roughing it. Some people were in a hotel. And we're all here as friends. It's just fantastic. It seems trite to say it's like coming home. Yeah. But it really it, is it, like oh, coming it, home. It's more of a family to me than my family is by far. I know we took you away from your, uh, your game. You guys are playing some Magic the Gathering over there in the corner. So uh, enjoy. Thank Thanks. you, Mike, Thanks for, for uh, everything you do. Toll-free number 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Saturday edition of the show, just because we've got an inordinate amount of guests on the program doesn't mean we won't take your calls about anything coming up it's free talk live Your show, you bring up anything toll-free, 800-259-9231. It is the Saturday edition of the program, taking your phone calls about anything, as always, with an extra added interview element because we're here live at the Porcupine Freedom Festival 2009 edition, Lancaster, New Hampshire's Rogers Campground, surrounded by hundreds of people that have made the trip, uh, many of uh, them acro- from across the country, some from just around the corner, and some from all around the world. I believe I've heard the, that we've got somebody at least from Sweden, and there was someone else from somewhere else. That's where? France, they, that's right, France, uh, it's, it's, it's an international movement. There are people from all over the world that are interested in the Free State Project, and for good reason. There just isn't freedom anywhere else, and there's not freedom here yet, but uh, here we've got a better chance than, I think, anywhere else because this is the place that is, uh, is the attract- it's the attraction for liberty activists because there are already hundreds of liberty-minded people that have moved here. Already things are beginning to snowball, and we're starting to see some real successes what and in what is relatively a rel, uh, in, an early on kind of uh, state? Uh, yeah, what we'll do the Free State Project is uh, it, its goal is to get twenty thousand signers. At this point, we have ten thousand signers. So we almost, almost, well, just about. Um, so we haven't even uh, we haven't even reached the goal. But pe- some people have decided to move early. Yeah, so there's there's progress being had. So uh, we're going to take your phone calls about what you want. Sam is joining us, uh, our normal weekly co-host. Uh, welcome back to the program. Uh, we'll talk to you in a moment about your experiences here at the Porcupine Freedom Festival. But first, 
Uncovering the secrets and exposing the lies. That's what the readers of freedomsphoenix.com get every day. Readers of Freedoms Phoenix are constantly provided the detailed real news that lies between the lies of propaganda and the relationship we have with coercive governments. Freedomsphoenix.com offers up-to-the-minute updates on the economy, technology, communications, and the rise of the police state. Go, go now to Freedoms Phoenix and sign up for a free daily dispatch at freedom with an S, Phoenix.com. All right, let's go to your phone calls and talk to Mark in Indianapolis. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Mark. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, Mark. What's on your mind tonight? Uh, not much. Uh, well, <laughs> kind of everything. Um, everything Congress and uh, Obama's doing right now is just incredible. Have you guys heard of this uh, energy bill that's supposed to be passed? Uh, we, we, I, I, heard that it, I heard that it did go um, get passed, the, the cap-and-trade bill. Right, yeah. Uh, it's supposed to be like the, one of the biggest tax increases in U.S. history. And I think it went through uh, Congress now. It's supposed to go through the Senate, from what I understand. It, it also, I'd like to point out that it went through uh, the House of Representatives without there being a copy on uh, on hand. Uh, they did not have a full copy of the cabinet. They cabinet's. wouldn't have read it anyway. Right. They don't read. They, they don't read this crap that they force us to, uh, to to abide by. But I just think that it's interesting. I was watching C-SPAN because I'm just that kind of cool guy, um, and, <laughs> and uh, they. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they were, the, some of the Republicans that were against it were, were, were grumbling about, well, we don't even have 350 pages of this thing. And, of course, eight Republicans still voted for it. God bless their souls. Yeah, I just think um, with that and the, um, you know, the six to eight trillion dollar auto, automaker and uh, bank bailout, along with the, uh, you know, national health care plan, Obama and, the, you know, Congress winning on pushing, it seems like I'm living in Atlas Shrug, you know? Yeah, I, I, I feel the same way. Yeah, I, 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 just, I mean, it seems like the government can just do anything it wants now without anyone saying anything. And Americans, yeah. they can't. They won't do anything about it. You well, know? you can say things about it. You just can't do anything about it. I mean, if you want to avoid going to a jail cell, if you're willing to uh, take that as an option, then your options really start to, uh, your the menu begins to open up as far as what you can do. If you're willing to take a risk that you understand could result in a cold cage for you, then uh, you get a lot more choices on your plate. So, Mark, i got to ask, when you move moving to Gulch? Gulch? <laughs> that's, yeah, that's a good question. Uh, I want to see a little bit more happen there first, but, I mean, that's, okay. there's an argument against that, you know, and, like, <laughs> well, i got to get some how things get going, but... I think it's legit. I mean, you know, there's there's progress going on here in the Free State Project, but yeah, and and there will be more when more people move. But I I, I can see why some people would want to see uh, see progress before they pick up their whole lives. And it's move. fine. We can do all the hard work without you, Mark. Well, no, <laughs> Thanks uh, for the call. Just, um, I, you yeah. guys talk about you guys have been talking about this you know idea of secessionism or state independence for a while now, but I don't think it's too radical. I mean, the government now is openly about a little over seventy trillion in debt. Most people can't even fathom that number. It's it's done with. It's just. Uh, just I'm a matter of when. Get on board now. <laughs> yeah, just a matter of when, not if. Hey, Mark, thank you for the call tonight from Indy. We appreciate it. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. So just to kind of give you an idea, a flavor of uh, what was happening here at the Porcupine Freedom Festival, we'll just talk about some of the things that were on the, uh, the list here, uh, the itinerary for today. There was a shooting session this morning at, uh, at bright and early. Uh, people could go out and, and get trained on mm -hmm. how to improve their marksmanship. 
Uh, plus, uh, I guess and lots of uh, gun safety training. Uh, I've, I've noticed that the, the people that are involved in the shooting is it's, it's it's not a bunch of cowboy stuff. They are uh, very interested in gun safety. Yep, and there were a couple of panels. Uh, the Alliance of the Libertarian Left, which I said I was very confused about what that even means. Uh, they were here and uh, giving a presentation. Plus, uh, Pete, and Jason, and Adam from the Motorhome Diaries. We had them on earlier this week. They uh, had a panel discussion about their uh, experiences so far at MotorhomeDiaries.com. There are those things going on, and of course the uh, the inevitable cookouts. Now there are the official cookouts, and there are also the unofficial cookouts. And uh, Cynthia this morning, who is one of our Free Talk Live amplifiers, and she had a cookout. Did either of the two of you uh, get to make it out for it? I, I heard what was planned, and I, I did see it, but I didn't attend. <laughs> My intention was to go, and I didn't know that it was uh, this morning. I thought it was the next morning, and so I bummer. Missed it out too. Yeah. yeah, you missed out. Uh, He's just making that excuse up because he has a wife at home. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, okay. Good point. Because the event was uh, breakfast uh, being cooked by Cynthia in a bikini, which you know, hey, she's a good-looking lady. Yep. And so I showed up. And clearly, and, she knows it. Yep. And uh, so did a lot of other people because <laughs> there was a fairly decent line, and she said she made out pretty well. Uh, it was six bucks, and I had a nice breakfast this morning. Uh, and, uh, yesterday, I bought a, a meatball sandwich from another uh, free stater that had just set up shop and started selling things. So I like, uh, I really love the self-starting kind of atmosphere. The very entrepreneurial mindset that a lot of these people have. It, it, it lends a lot to the, to the event that has already had a lot packed in it, and uh, it's been a good time so far. So those are a handful of things. Oh, there was another We Made the Move panel this, uh, this particular Saturday, which is where new movers who have made it, they, they've made their, their feet are on the ground in New Hampshire at this point, they brought them together for a panel discussion to talk about the experience and what it's like picking up from where they were and moving here to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project, a movement dedicated to bringing as many liberty-minded people as possible here. So, Sam, what did you uh, enjoy so far about the, the event? I have been uh, just hanging out with uh, friends, uh, doing, spending a lot of time at the campsite. We played some uh, board games today. We did. And um, I, I like seeing all the people that are here and seeing the, the new faces every year that come in. This year, sitting down in the uh, pavilion, they were serving lunch, and you look out across the crowd, and it looks like any other normal, uh, busy uh, restaurant or, yeah. or place, except there's a lot of people carrying guns. <laughs> and you also get to look out across the White Mountains, which are particularly beautiful. Absolutely. And so, it, it, there, are, there are families that are coming here yeah. with lots mm -hmm. of kids, and it's just it's amazing to see it really kind of reach out across. I'd also like to point out that... Lots uh, of dogs, too, this year. The, the, the female contingent is growing. Uh, this year, I'd say that the numbers are something like 60-40, uh, male to female. And, uh, yeah, really, yeah. It's, it's not just wives and girlfriends. They're actually single women that are coming, moving, um, you know, coming Good. to Port Fest and moving for the Free State Project. It's amazing. All right. Toll-free number here, 800-259-9231. Uh, Sam, you're welcome to sit in if, you, if you'd like to con uh, continue. We'll also take your calls. Saturday edition of the program, we are live from the 2009 Porcupine Freedom Festival. Our toll-free number is 1-800-259-9231. Brought to you by SACL CAI. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It's the Saturday edition of the program. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. Toll free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. It's 1-800-259-9231. Uh, as always, uh, we'll talk to you about anything. Tonight, though, we're kind of 
focused on one particular event, and that is the Porcupine Freedom Festival 2009 edition. We're here at Rogers Campground, and people are bringing in the beer as we speak. Uh, the party, I believe, has probably already uh, begun, but it'll certainly it be began getting, uh, Monday. Uh, yeah, uh, it'll certainly be getting into full swing again here within um, just a mere hours. So people are getting together. They're talking about freedom. They're talking about all kinds of things. They are meeting and getting acquainted with one another and starting to, as I mentioned last night, create friendships that presuming they actually do end up moving to New Hampshire. Many of the people here have already moved. A lot of people are considering moving. Presuming they move here, these are people they're going to know probably for their entire lives. Uh, there's a real deep sense of community within these, uh, gr this group of liberty activists that have uh, moved here to New Hampshire, and it just keeps getting better as people, over time, get to know one another better. And many of them are uh, natives also, so I mean they're not just all sure. just movers. Absolutely. Issue 15 of Republic Magazine, the Second American Revolution. Talk of the uh, Second American Revolution is spreading, and we, that's Republic Magazine, uncover the truth for you. Issue 15 features the founding terrorists, tea parties, not just for Boston anymore, the com uh, committees of safety quelling the rebellion, Ron Paul, the pillar of the storm, and the enemies. RepublicMagazine.com. All right, our toll-free number is 1-800-259-9231. Having a, a few Internet problems here, but uh, that shouldn't prevent us from continuing to talk to interesting people. We're going to take your phone calls as soon as I can find out if, uh, what's going on with the board operator. The uh, number again, 800-259-9231. Sam is still with us here uh, talking about the event today. Uh, so much happening. Uh, one of the other things, I mean, we haven't uh, gone down the full list here. Lots of things for kids going on here. As you mentioned, there are a number of families and therefore the number of young children here as well as a lot of dogs. And uh, people have been able to go out and uh, do the Porcupine Olympics today. There was a mini golf tournament. Dance, Dance Revolution uh, contest was uh, was going on. And of course, it's a campground. So there's a, you know, there's a, a pool and uh, playground and water slide, and, uh, and the, the playground actually has, Julia pointed this out, the playground has those dangerous things on, on it. Swings that, yes. go, swings swings. that go high, the merry-go-round merry thing yep. that uh, is not, it's not a real merry-go-round. I don't know if that's the appropriate term yeah, for it. Merry, when I hear merry-go-round, I think the horsey, little it's horsey. carousel. Oh, carousel, okay. Um, no, it's a, the genuine old-school merry-go-round where, you know, kids can really they run fly and off. make it fast, yeah. and, and, you know, now, yep, now the, uh, um, the kids can't do such thing. Oh yes, yeah, the, all the all the equipment uh, in merry-go-rounds is all very very safe, you know, and, and no no fun at all. So yeah, it's a great event. Uh, a lot of people here, singles, families, and uh, of course it's a great time. I see Jason Osborne is back there from Sakel C A I, or he was maybe he went off to get some more beer because he is bringing the uh, as he likes to call it the real. He'll be keeping the real tonight. That's right. He's the uh, number one sponsor of this show. He is the sponsor. Sakel C A I is the number one sponsor, and he is also a, an amazing guy who is providing free drinks all weekend long uh, to uh, to people. I mean, yesterday he was down there with uh, free beer on tap. Uh, I guess it was Thursday night he was up here with free rum. Tonight he's got leftovers. So probably beer, probably uh, liquor, and if you're a Free Talk Live amplifier and you're here, you get to drink free, courtesy of Jason Osborne. I don't understand his penchant for wanting to give alcohol away to people, but I, I certainly enterprise off of it. You enterprise off of it. What does that mean? You take enjoy, advantage advantage of drunk enjoy the beer. <laughs> I see. Oh, I got you. Okay. I thought you were taking advantage of people while they were drunk, try to sell them commercial packages or something <laughs> like that. That hasn't worked yet. Total uh, toll-free number is, again, 800-259-9231. So, uh, so, again, just kind of going down the list of things happening. Right now, we're in competition, or at, at 8 o'clock, we'll be competing with what they're calling Soapbox Idol. And I have to say, I, I'm a little jealous. I, I wish I could be there for this. It sounds like a lot of fun. People are going to have three minutes 
they'll be able to rant on the topic of their choice. So it's kind of, you know, like a little like Free Talk Live, I guess, uh, except uninterrupted ranting down there. And our friend Gardner Goldsmith is going to be one of the judges. Also, Angela Keaton from Antiwar.com, she is going to be a uh, judge in that match as well as uh, the uh, former organizer of the, uh, the Liberty Forum. So big names here at the, uh, the Free State Project's Porcupine Freedom Festival. And that sounds like a lot of fun. Are you going down for that, Sam? I'm going I'm to go down and film it and see if I can catch some train wrecks in action. Train wrecks? You mean like people who've had too much to drink and are trying to, are trying to any of that for three minutes? Yeah, that, that could be very funny. Three minutes is a long time. Yes, it is a long time on a stage in front of a microphone. You better be prepared. I don't know if you have to go for the full three minutes in order to be judged or if you can stop early. Somebody could just go up there and give their uh, their barbarian yelp and walk away. I suppose you could get up there and uh, and do whatever you want. Uh, Toll-free number again, 800-259-9231. They were doing a silent auction today. and So just a lot happening here. If you've missed it, it's not too late. You can still come out uh, for tomorrow morning. At the very least, you can, you can still meet up and socialize with some of these great people. Uh, and at the very, uh, and certainly you'll want to make make a point of uh, marking your calendar for summer of 2010 uh, for for you to experience the next Porcupine Freedom Festival. It's been it's been a great time. And it gets bigger every year. It sure does. They said it uh, it was more than doubled the attendance of last year. Yeah, we just set up for the pitcher out on the lawn and just trying to get a space for everybody and get them all. I had to get the uh, freaking bullhorn out to uh, help nice. guide everybody into place. Hundreds and, uh, of people being uh, you know pushed into one area for a picture is is it's not a uh, logistically easy job. Nope. All right. So Sam, any other uh, observations? Anything else you want to share with the uh, the audience while you're here? This is just a great time. There's a lot of people out here, a lot of new faces. Um, I, I do think there is a real sense of community because all of the people here have the same kind of core values and beliefs uh, when it comes to freedom, when it comes to liberty. They have those in common. There's a common place for everybody to start a conversation from, and it's a, it's a great place to be around, great environment to be in with a lot of energy. Absolutely. Glad you're here. Thanks for coming on Free Talk Live. Let's go to your phone call. Steve, listening to WFLA in Florida, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Steve. Hi. I really appreciate your show. Thanks. What's Thanks. on your mind tonight, Steve? Well, I, I, let me, I hope you give me my full spiel here, because I've been around all day long talking to strangers, and here's what I say. You think the government killed Michael Jackson? And the people usually go, no. And I respond, that's because you don't think. Now, how is it the government killed Michael Jackson? Please explain. Well, even South Park, which I've always suspected has government ties, that cartoon did a parody about this exact scenario where he overdosed and he was a threat to the white man and all this stuff. Well, check this out. And uh, remember the Pepsi explosion in his in his face almost? Was that an attempt? Pepsi commercial? Yeah. Well, I always suspected that they were trying to disfigure him so he would get out of the public eye, and he just happened to have his head turned. And then, disfiguring then him dra- doesn't seem to have stopped him from being in the public eye, though. Yeah, but then they dragged him through the mud for trying to revisit the childhood he never had, calling him a pedophile, which literally was the first thing people thought about when he was pronounced dead. Oh, a pedophile, big deal. So they now, set what him I want to know, Steve, is uh, is Michael Jackson or was Michael Jackson connected to the murder of John Lennon? Now, I don't know about that. I doubt it. Are <laughs> you sure? Listen to this. Elvis Presley right. died of an overdose of drugs supplied by his bodyguards, the same bodyguards who subsequently wrote slander books about him. Now, if the government wanted to kill Elvis Presley, they would infiltrate his security detail, become his bodyguards, give him his drugs, and then one day, after getting him used to 50% solution, 
give him a 112% solution to the government's best. So what's the motivation the for the government to kill uh, Elvis and uh, all of the kings of pop, uh, Elvis and, and uh, Michael Jackson? Do you, do, you know where, do you know where Kathleen Evelyn Smith, who killed John Belushi, was? Uh, the night before John Lennon got shot with John I Lennon. I do not, but it sounds like you I might. thought John Belushi died of a speedball. He was, he was mugged when he went through the door and, and gagged and held down and ejected, in my opinion. Well, Florida, well, Florida ever apologize for being silent in the face of LennonMurderTruth.com. What, Sweet. What, uh, Steve, what is it that, uh, that, what is the motivation? Uh, I mean, I don't know if you're pulling our leg or if you really believe this, but if you really believe it, what's the motivation to kill off uh, the, the kings of pop? Because Michael Jackson was one of the most uh, distinctive individuals in the world, and he was going to make distinct. a world tour in three weeks and solidify his status. He could have used it. He, he already saying, we are the world, we are the children. That's the kind of thing the government fears to death, a one-man uniting the masses. I you liked know, when he was our, in his jammies dancing on the top of the car before his uh, pedophilia trial. I thought that was awesome. So wait a minute. You think that the government was concerned that he was really going to make a comeback and unite the world again or something like that? He, he was going to climb was back Elvis on Was Elvis Presley uniting the world? He was going to climb back and reclaim his credibility at least. Steve, thank you. I don't know about your credibility. I appreciate it. 800-259-9231. You can bring up anything. It's a tangled web he weaves. We are live from the 2009 Porcupine Freedom Festival. This is Free Talk Live, Saturday edition. Freedom Festival, a lot of fun, a lot of uh, people socializing, getting to know one another, having a good time, drinking, uh, there's smoking going on, gambling, there's uh, even a game of Magic the Gathering happening right now as we... Uh, Lots as of expensive thinking. cigars, too. A number of uh, board games, a lot of fun, kind of a, a, a taking it easy kind of day. It's been a whole taking it easy weekend uh, as far as uh, as I'm concerned. It's been a good time. And of course, so we'll tell you a little bit more about Porkfest as the night goes on. Porkfest.com to learn more. Uh, P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T.com. Do you enjoy making your own tools, doing your own repairs, and constructing things out of salvaged materials? If so, James Ballyu at PaladinPodcast.com. Um, you can learn about his new survival book, Makeshift Workshop Skills for Survival and Self-Reliance. Browse more than 800 other books and videos at PaladinPress.com on topics like survival, firearms, martial arts, and more. Remember, it's PaladinPress.com. All right, let's uh, continue here. We will talk to you if you dial in about anything. And, in fact, I believe we've got author Brian Wright on the, the line with us. Brian, are you in Michigan? Uh, yeah, Brian? I'm in Michigan right now. Okay, and you are a Free State Project member, uh, also author of, uh, the, you've got, a, I guess, a blog on the, on the Internet. Uh, the, I think it's the Coffee Coaster, is that right? Coffee Coaster, that's correct. And you've written a book now, The Sacred Non-Aggression Principle. Can you tell our listeners what that's all about? Because you're not only are you a free stater, you're also, uh, again, a self-published author. Uh, yes. Uh, the, uh, actually, I wrote, a, I wrote another book about the free state project experience called uh, New Pilgrim Chronicles, and that's, that's also been published. Uh, the, uh, and that's, more of a, uh, that's more of a diary or a journal. Uh, mm -hmm. yeah, the Sacred Non-Aggression Principle is pretty much just a uh, kind of a, a discovery or what have you that I that I had. I mean, libertarians have always uh, held the non-aggression principle as very important, and you know, it kind of occurred to me that I I think we need to kind of like elevate it to the highest the highest level of of um, 
of moral principles in, in society, and that, 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 that's probably the only real, well. So you're taking you know, it from the not. You're taking it from the non-aggression principle and essentially saying this is more than just a principle. This is a sacred principle. It's it's much more important. It's kind of like to me. I think we should treat it more like a trump card. You know, we get we get a lot of people arguing that you know there's there are things we should do as a society or as a government and so forth. You know, to to help poor people, to help rich people, to help uh, you know this and that. And and uh, but, but we really don't have a, a satisfactory comeback. I don't think, or we haven't, in, 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 a, in kind of like a moralistic way, uh, until we get people to understand that this, this like non-aggression principle is like, you know, it's the Trump card. It's, it's the highest moral principle in society. Brian, and, can you tell us what the can you tell us what the non-aggression principle is? Good question. Pardon? What is the non-aggression principle? The sacred non-aggression principle for you. The non-aggression principle is just the basic idea that you don't, you know, uh, tolerate the initiation of force against individuals. And, um, you know, the, the, the sacred non-aggression principle is, is merely the sanctification, if you will, the elevation of that idea to be the highest moral principle in society. In other words, nothing higher than that. That's, that's like the ultimate and furthermore, what, what, what one discovers when you when you do some thinking about it, as far as uh, uh, you know, the, the basic non-aggression principle, when you when you when you see that, you realize that it not only is it the highest moral principle, it's also like the foundation of every one of, of America, you know, every one of our uh, uh, American core values, like the rule of law, you know, individual freedom. Um, you, you, you name it. I mean, uh, you know, representative government, uh, taxation with representation or no taxation. I mean, obviously taxation is coercive. So, uh, but but I'm, I'm just trying to make the point that not only is the, is the non-aggression principle like what I think we should hold it as is the highest ideal for society, mm -hmm. and, and spread that idea, uh, you know, to, to just everybody. I mean, not just. Sure. I think that's what we're here doing uh, every night on, on this radio program. Brian, if people want to pick this book up, they can go to your website and get it free, can't they? Uh, yeah, yeah. They can, they can, they can access my, uh, my stuff at, uh, at thecoffeecoaster.com. There you go, thecoffeecoaster.com. Now, why aren't you in New Hampshire still? I know that you're a Free State Project member, and I've seen you here before. Uh, did you have no, to go back I, I for am a, Actually, I'm a resident legally of, uh, of the Free State. I'm, just, uh, I'm having a tough time trying to... Um, you know, make ends meet right now, so that's basically mm -hmm. the reason I'm not at the at, at the pork fest, right? <laughs> well, hope to see you back here in New Hampshire sometime soon. Thanks, Brian. I appreciate hearing from you tonight. Eight eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Let's talk to Robert in Florida, listening to WFTL. Robert, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey guys, how you doing there? The dude. Hey, what's what's on your mind tonight, Robert? All right, well, I got a question about Obama, but really quickly, I just wanted to comment on my fellow Florida resident about the Jackson uh, government conspiracy. Yes, I did hear something to that effect down here. But what I also heard is that the next government target will be Oprah for her master plan to change the world paradigm about womenly beauty. Because what her plan is is to kill what we consider now to be beautiful women like NFL cheerleaders and Miss America contestants. Uh, it's going to be fat-bottom women that need makeup artists working on them two hours in the morning. So they're not so unattractive that they can scare a dog off a beat truck. So just want to let you know that that, that wow. is just off down here in the state of Florida. But that being said, guys, uh, Obama, do dogs really like beats? What? 
Did you say chase a dog off a beat truck? Yeah, yeah. So, so they're not so ugly that they can chase a dog off of a meat truck. I oh, mean, a that, meat that, truck. That's what gotcha. my friend. All right. So, so what else, Robert? Is Go ahead. the campaign on that. But, uh, but again, I, I again, just want to uh, you know, confirm that there are these uh, theories going on down here in the sunny, sunshine state of Florida, which continues to be a sunny place for shady characters. But anyway, <laughs> my other certainly question is. <laughs> Yeah, yes, well, actually, uh, yeah, getting on to uh, our, our skull with ears, uh, President Obama, um, he talked about during uh, the campaign about a national defense force, which would be as big and as powerful as the United States Army. And I yeah. think he mentioned it once since he took uh, power, oh, I, uh, I'm sounding like uh, the talking heads there, but since he came into office, that uh, there is plans to do this national defense force, whatever that is, and that's my question to you. What is that, and what was he referring to, and how come we haven't heard much about it since? Or is he have one big, big four-day plan to roll that out? This is a great question. Uh, the, the, the short answer to what is a national defense force that is going to be as, as big, as powerful, and as well-funded as the military, it, it sounds to me like it's going to be conscription, which is slavery, which to me yeah. was outlawed by the 14th Amendment. However, you know, they won't it's not like they pay that. attention to that Constitution thing anyway. They're not going to call it conscription. They're not going to call it the draft. It certainly but they are going to call slavery. you inmate if you don't participate. Yeah. Uh, basically, they are plotting a program, at least the last I had heard about it, and it's just keeps popping its ugly head up from time to time. Uh, they were plotting a program that would essentially force young people into working for the the government in this what would presumably be this national slavery program. And uh, you know they're calling it like uh, there's a, a group called Service Nation that's out there. Now, really... A service nation of bureaucrats, a nation of bureaucrats. Yeah, um, but they're going to the easiest way for them to implement this to where every American will have to work for the federal government. For a specified uh, period of time, the easiest way to implement that would be to go after the kids that are in the government school system because they already have them as a, as a captive audience, and uh, they basically can hold the, the, the carrot out for parents and say, well, if you don't go along with this, then we're not going to allow your child to graduate from the government schools. And, of course, most parents believe that there's something valuable to having a government school diploma, and so they'll jump through whatever hoops, whether it's vaccinations or whatever it might be, uh, drug testing, they'll do it, uh, whatever the government is demanding. And so now they're going to start demanding that your son or daughter has to come and work for us for three months. It, it may be longer than that. It may be up to two years. Who knows? None of those details, as, as far as I understand, have been hammered out at this point. But this is something that's on the table, and you can look forward or dread, rather, uh, the, this coming back up. If you don't think that the government bureaucrats think that they own your children, just look at the uh, recent Supreme Court uh, case where they, they, uh, the 13-year-old girl was strip-searched down to her bra and panties uh, for Advil. I yeah, mean, that's how much they think that they own your kid. And they basically said that that wasn't okay. The Supreme Court didn't they say that that was that was naughty, that was well, unconstitutional. They, they but if it was crack, then that would have been all right. Right. They said that it, it, the the what they were looking for, Advil, did not warrant the level of search that they had done. Which to me means that if they were looking for something more serious, like crack or yeah. a knife or a gun, then it would warrant uh, that kind of search. So apparently, the Fourth Amendment does not apply to your child in the uh, public school system, and you've got to consider. Consider that every day when you send them off to the government, the government school institution. We still have some uh, very interesting people to talk to here at the Porcupine Freedom Festival.
possible. We will take your calls about anything. That is the point of the program. It's why we call it Free Talk Live. Uh, joining us here in a few moments, we're going to have a couple guys, uh, at least one, depending on how we can uh, work the mic technique. Uh, we've got a couple gentlemen from the Alliance of the Libertarian Left. We'll be talking to them about exactly what that is, and I'm going to ask them uh, one of the hard questions, and that is, why the whole left thing? Uh, we'll get to that. Isn't that uh, divisive? We will talk about it. And, of course, uh, the Ladies of Liberty are in the house as well. We'll be discussing the upcoming Ladies of Liberty calendar, which has been very popular in the past. Yeah. Uh, so we'll get yeah. to that. Take your calls as well as Bradley reason. Jardis from Law Enforcement Against Prohibition. He is here. I don't know if his bosses, or if he wanted his bosses to know that, but uh, he's here. We might talk to him as well. Uh, super cop hero guy. Uh, more on the way. This is Free Talk Live. Hour 2 coming up. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show. We are extra live tonight from the 2009 Porcupine Freedom Festival. We've been here since Thursday. It's been a blast. And, Mark, you're joining me as you always are. Yes, I am. Uh, this is the Saturday edition of the show, by the way. You're still welcome to call in, bring up whatever might happen to be on your mind. The toll-free number for you is 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Again, that's 800-259-9231. Uh, we've got very interesting people sitting here in the studio. We're going to do our best to get to talk to some of them. Of course, this is the show about your calls, so we're going to continue taking them. Charles is in Texas, and you're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Charles. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Well, when I renewed my driver's license, I asked the lady cop behind the counter if she was going to arrest me for accessory to treason because the uh, United Nations oath says you will forswear all other oaths. And because I pay taxes to the federal government, which keeps her in, in work. So wait, what does the United Nations have to do with uh, your driver's license? I'm a little confused. Well, I was asking her as a policeman whether or not she was going to arrest me because I was committing an accessory to treason for paying my federal income tax. I'm still a little confused. Are you saying that as a uh, law enforcement officer, this person is sworn to uh, obey the U.N.? Yeah. And when did that start to happen? Are you saying that law enforcement officers have begun swearing oaths to the U.N.? Uh, I heard that on another radio show, and if you well, read just the because oath, you hear something, just because you hear something on the radio, sir, doesn't oath mean it's to true. I read the United Nations, and it says you will swear, forswear all other oaths. Which uh, is an you're, oath what you're saying time. is, right? What what you're saying is, you've read the oath, and you heard on a radio station that somebody claimed that police officers in the United States are swearing an oath to the United uh, to the United Nations. Now, just because you've read the oath doesn't mean that the claim that they're swearing the oath has any truth whatsoever to it. That's just something you heard on the radio. Well, Isn't we right? are a member of the United Nations. You are? I mean, when did you sign up? Uh, when did, when did you sign of up? The United States. Personally, you are, I don't like the United Nations. I see. So how is it you can be a member of something you never actually signed up for? Explain uh, that. Because I pay taxes and therefore agree what the government's doing. So if you are robbed by a man uh, at the point of a gun and you pay him, you give him the money from your wallet, does that mean you also agree with anything that he does with your money? Uh, that's basically what the government does. Does that mean you agree with what he does? If the robber takes your money, you give him your money, you open your wallet, he says, give me all your money, you open your wallet and you give it to him, does that mean you agree with uh, whatever it is he decides to go and do with that money? No. 
Well, then how is it the same? How is it that you could be agreeing to the same thing at a federal government level? Are you? Do you understand where where I'm coming from? Well, yeah, that's how the government does business. At the point of a gun, if you don't pay your taxes, you go to jail. Okay, well then, you know, don't say you agree to the things that they do with the money because you don't agree with it. They might take your money, but it's not a consensual process. You didn't say, oh, okay, great. Well, let me see the terms. Oh, looks fine to me. I'll just sign my name right here. I'd love to have you take, uh, you know, fifty percent of my money every single year and order me around and tell me what to do. I mean, who would who would agree to that? I just don't understand. Well, so, everybody who first, pays taxes agrees no, to it. No, you don't know. I don't think that's true. I don't think everybody that pays... Mark, do you pay taxes? Do you agree uh, with... I do not. I, I think it. that the U.N. is an organization of people that I didn't vote for. I don't know who Kofi Annan is. I didn't vote for Boutros, Boutros, Ghali. Don't you pay taxes? These people do not rule me. Aren't you paying taxes because you're scared, Mark? I am scared that the federal government will throw me and my family and or my family uh, in prison and impoverish us if I don't pay the taxes for them to go around the world killing people. Yeah, when Criminal, uh, violent gangsters take money by force from innocent people. Uh, I don't believe that has any sort of element of consent involved in it at all. And thank you for the call tonight, Charles. I appreciate hearing from you, and I'd be very cautious about believing what you hear on the radio, even if it's from this radio show, and I happen to like this radio show. So don't believe what you hear. It's just somebody spouting off. Just because somebody has a microphone doesn't make them any smarter than you. It doesn't give them any authority. I understand that people believe that, well, those guys on the radio must have done something special to be able to be behind microphones. They must have uh, PhDs and uh, have spent lots of time learning how to do radio. And I've got my certificate from Barack Obama right here. Except we don't have any certifi no, certifications. No, this is radio. It's one of the <laughs> easiest uh, jobs to, uh, to uh, the, one of the easiest businesses to get into. No, that's not true. It's hard to it's hard to get on stations in radio. Uh, so if you're hearing somebody, they've they've managed to stick with. Yeah, it. but there's not a lot of qualifications as far as getting into radio is concerned. You just have to be willing to make next to nothing, you know, in order to do to do this business. It doesn't take a lot to walk through the doors and uh, and get into the business. It takes a lot of uh, determination. So uh, what I'm trying to tell you is that anybody with a voice can get behind a microphone and say whatever they want, and it doesn't mean that it's true. It doesn't mean the guests they have on have uh, validity. You have to question the things that you hear. So when somebody yes. just makes some blanket claim that says that all police officers must uh, swear an oath to the U.N., and they, say it and, and they say it behind a microphone, doesn't mean you should believe what they have to say. In fact, I wish Brad, uh, Bradley Jardis were still here. He was in here earlier, and he, uh, he walked out. Hopefully we'll try to grab him. But we I would have asked him that question. I would have said, Brad, when did you swear the oath to the U.N.? And he would say, what are you talking about? Right. I believe that the police officers uh, swear an oath to uh, uphold the Constitution. They do, and uh, they don't really hold to that one. So why would they hold to the U.N. one if they were even swearing that one? Right. All right, toll-free number 800-259-9231. Cliff is in Florida, and Cliff, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, guys, how you doing? What's on your mind tonight? Um, I want to talk about this Michael Jackson thing. Forget about all the conspiracy theories about whether or not, you know, the government had anything to do with Michael Jackson, but one thing that mm -hmm. did happen is uh, once Michael Jackson got on the news, uh, nobody's talking about Iran, nobody's talking about all the bills that are being passed that are, you know, patently, you know, you know self-destructive or, you know, bad for everybody in this country, but nobody's talking about all these things because, well, Michael Jackson is dead now. And that's, sure, that's before that, it was, this, it was the South Carolinian uh, governor that was getting all uh, messed up with an affair, and that was yep. the front-page headline. It's, uh, uh, it's, yeah. like when I took, it's like when I took my cat to PetSmart to get uh, photographed. They squeaked a little toy at him, he looked up at it, and, uh, <laughs> and they, they snapped his picture. So, you know, it's just a distraction. 
Yeah, and that's that's the part that I think people need to need to be mindful of and, and not fall into the traps of saying, oh, it has to be this, it has to be that. Just you know, pay attention to the bigger picture. Is basically what I'm saying. Yeah, well, was Michael Jackson a great musician or a great musical artist? Absolutely, he was. I mean, there's the, the statistics. He sold a lot of albums. Right, the statistics bear that out, and some of the music really was pretty great. Uh, but does he deserve the uh, the worshipful adoration that he has been getting? Is this, you know, like it reminds me of the the Princess Diana thing? It's well, nearly that. Yeah, it's that kind of same kind of uh, atmosphere. And I'm I know, thinking that we're gonna it's gonna be like Elvis, and people are gonna have Michael Jackson sightings. It's a possibility. Did, did that happen with Jesus? Flying Michael. <laughs> Flying Michaels. Right, Thanks, one. Cliff, for the call tonight. I appreciate it. 800-259-9231. Uh, so we're here with a couple of uh, gentlemen from the Alliance of the Libertarian Left at the 2009 Porcupine Freedom Festival. Darian and Nick are here, and you're going to have to take turns at that microphone. Uh, but what is the alliance of the or for the uh, Libertarian Left? Oh, let me turn your mic up. That would actually help. Go ahead. All right. It's uh, Alliance of the Libertarian Left. Okay. We are basically a decentralized um, network of activists, um, and we try to achieve a free society through non-electoral, non-establishment means, um, you know, building freedom on the free market. And we realize that because market forces are what's ultimately going to make life better for the poor and oppressed minorities. It's always been what makes life better are people that are in search of a profit, providing products and services to people that are demanding them. Government right. doesn't make life better. It just steals from one and gives to another. There was a time when color television was uh, we're only, we're only in the houses of the rich, and now they're in the houses of everyone. There was a time when cars were only things for rich people, and now just about everybody has one. I should point out that government steals from others, steals from people, takes a cut for themselves, and a large gives cut. money to, uh, to others. Exactly. So what what are some of the examples of uh, what you mean as far as building freedom in the marketplace? I mean, can you give me um, some ideas? Well, some things that um, our people have been involved in. Uh, Las Vegas is a really active chapter. Um, they're involved in Food Not Bombs, which is uh, basically sharing food um, that is either going to be discarded or is donated. Um, and there's also, you know, they do uh, like public readings of anarchist texts. And just in general, we try to, you know, build networks and, you know, trade with each other and make each other's lives better and um, just also try to take on some of, like, cultural authoritarianism that we see, like racism, well, sexism, glad you, et cetera. Glad you guys are out there. I uh, want to uh, throw you a hardball here in a moment. More coming up. Uh, you can bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live. Talk live, and we are live from the 2009 Porcupine Freedom Festival at Lancaster, New Hampshire's Rogers Campground. We've been here since Thursday, doing our Thursday and Friday night shows, and now here on the Saturday edition of the program. We're also live, taking your phone calls about what you want. Uh, anything goes. That's the point of Free Talk Live. The number is 1-800-259-9231. That number brought to you by SACL CAI, 800-259-9231. Audible.com offers over 60,000 downloadable audiobooks, magazines, and radio shows for your iPod or MP3 player. You can listen to them on your computer, too, if you want. And you can try them out by downloading a free audiobook. This is not the abridged version that you might have gotten in, on audio cassette. This is the entire thing. I think it's 83 hours for Anne, Ayn Rand's uh, Atlas Shrugged. 
you can go to audiblepodcast.com slash FTL to get your free audiobook today. Audiblepodcast.com slash FTL. The Porcupine Freedom Festival is a once-per-year yeah, sort of weekend slash week-long event where people get together and get to know one another and talk about freedom and other things and uh, really just have a good time. Lots of different events as we've been through uh, earlier in the program. If you want to learn more about it, you can go to porkfest.com. That's pork with a C, P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T.com. We're here all the way through sometime tomorrow afternoon, I think, when our friend Sam from the Obscure Truth Network at ObscureTruth.com will be giving the closing speech. And I'm very much looking forward to sticking around and seeing him do that. I'll be there for that. So that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, and it has been a lot of fun, and BorkFest.com is the website. We've been talking with interesting people that, have, uh, that are here, and there are a whole lot of them. Uh, so we just have to kind of be, uh, choose whoever wants to come up. And uh, Darian and Nick are here from the Alliance of the Libertarian Left. Now, uh, you guys were talking about counter-economics, uh, agorism, the idea of working outside the political system, outside of the uh, the, the legal system, and uh, essentially doing business in a, in a black or gray market or something like that, building alternatives to the government coercive services right now as, uh, as existing alternatives to, to put them out there so people have the opportunity to use these things and, and transition away from the coercive, coercive one-size-fits-all monopoly government system into a market-based system where competition uh, can reign and these services that uh, so many people are used to using government for that, that expect that government must provide could actually be provided better in the marketplace. We don't need to get down into all those details, but is that pretty much the idea behind uh, counter-economics uh, agorism? Oh, let me turn your mic up again. Go ahead. Sorry. All right. Um, yeah, that's basically um, counter-economics would be counter to the establishment. It's building an economy outside of state reach. Um, usually, but eventually you want to be the establishment, right? Um, if there has to be something that is an establishment, yeah. Because um, you're not going to go and uh, turn into sadists after the, uh, the hump has been reached and, uh, and things start going on the downward direction toward more, uh, free, market, uh, more free marketeerism than before. Right, but we're hoping there won't be like one establishment, you know, maybe dominant yeah. ideas out there, hopefully. Um, Got it. You know, there kind of has to be, but to have like an actual set of people who are the establishment, we kind of hope to break that. So uh, so let me hold your feet to the flames. Why the alliance of the libertarian left? I mean, isn't that a little divisive? Is there a libertarian right? Uh, why did you feel it necessary to bring in the left-right paradigm uh, into the libertarian movement? Well, there are a variety of reasons. Um, it's It gets you a little bit more specific, um, and I personally hope that it builds more bridges than walls because... There are a lot of things that I think general uh, libertarians, free market people can learn from the radical left, and there's obviously a lot that they need to learn from us. Um, so we kind of help to do that. And also, if you want to talk about worker empowerment or you know, breaking social authoritarianism, um, the state will not do that because the state exists for the benefit of the people who control it and the people who are connected to them. Would so you say that you guys uh, are the alliance of the libertarian left because you feel as though the libertarian movement in general doesn't focus on certain issues very effectively and that you guys are, are just much more uh, apt to, to do that sort of thing? Uh, Nick, you're stepping in here. Go ahead. Um, yes, I don't think that the libertarian movement has taken a strong enough normative stand on issues like sexism and racism and homophobia. To give you an example, Murray Rothbard is quoted in Chris Guevara's uh, Total Freedom as saying that 
racial separatism was more in tune with human nature than racial integration, which I think Ooh, yeah, represents like a major much. failing on his part. Well, certainly the libertarian movement is uh, is full of failures, and that's one of the reasons why I don't even call myself a libertarian anymore. And it's because I don't want to be associated with the uh, the conservative sort of takeover of uh, of the movement. But at the same time, I also feel kind of uncomfortable with uh, you know labeling myself as left because I don't feel that way. Uh, I'm I'm uh, you know I'm certainly on board with all of those issues, but I'm also on board with yeah, freedom from taxation and and other forms of of coercion as well. So uh, if people want to get in touch with you guys, uh, what's uh, what's the website? How well, learn more. our official website is at is at www.all-left.net. Okay, all-left.net. Thanks, guys, for uh, so much for coming in here on Free Talk Live tonight. You guys uh, are you know, anybody that's out there doing something for liberty. I think should be uh, should be appreciated, and there sure are a lot of people here at the Porcupine Freedom Festival that are doing things for freedom. Let's talk to Rick. We'll go to your phone calls about anything. Listening to WFTL in Florida, Rick, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, thanks for taking my call. I wanted to thanks, touch Rick. briefly on, you know, Michael Jackson. A lot of people go on about him being an innovator and breaking the color barrier on uh, MTV. And I don't think a lot of people understand that the reason he broke, quote-unquote, the color barrier on MTV is that in conjunction with Epic Records, they held MTV hostage. And they said, if you don't play Michael Jackson, we're going to pull all of our product off of the channel. So MTV had no, no choice but to play Michael Jackson, so there wasn't any great artistic merit, to, I, I feel, should not have been given to Michael for breaking well, the color barrier. Don't you think that, I mean, Epic put their chips on Michael Jackson. They could have put their chips on whomever they, uh, you know, whatever uh, ethnic uh, singer they wanted to put them on, but they decided to put them on uh, Michael Jackson. According to your story, I don't know whether your story is true or not. So to me, that, that says that Epic believed that my, Michael Jackson was the best thing that they had to offer. Maybe MTV didn't, but you well, they know, use their market. If what MTV? Say, right, well, if what he says is true, then they use their market uh, influenced as, as a record company to uh, to essentially pressure MTV into doing what was the right thing, right? I mean, you're saying that well, well, uh, before if, Michael if, Jackson, there were there were no black artists on MTV. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what you're saying, right? Well, this this is what they say, and, and I don't believe that to be true because I can recall seeing Jimi Hendrix videos and a couple of other rock-oriented groups that have black members in them. Well, who was it made that, that made this claim? Well, I, you know, I mean, this is some some type of fallacy that developed from you know the the 80s with Michael Jackson and Billie Jean, and they said that there was a color barrier on MTV. Now, as being someone that grew up with MTV in the 80s. I never witnessed a color barrier on that channel. I saw, you know, Caucasians and African Americans on that channel and all the various rock bands. But I don't think a lot of people understand that MTV was essentially a rock and roll radio station with pictures. Mm. And if you look at the history of cable television, at the time it was middle class and upper class America that had cable television. It was not going in to the lower economic areas. So, so are you are you criticizing MTV for uh, for doing I'm that? Or? I'm, criti I'm criticizing Michael Jackson and you know his handlers for turning him into this great you know this 
ethnic warrior that broke the color barrier on MTV, and it, and it wasn't any. There's no artistic merit for that. It was simply, you know, manipulative business practices. Yeah, I see MTV where you're coming hostage. from. That's what America's about. Only in America could a poor black boy grow up to be a rich white woman. Thank you for the call tonight, Rick. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. That uh, that cram down stuff goes on in our industry. More on the way. It's free talk live. Talk Live, your show, you bring up anything. The style toll-free, 800-259-9231. If you've never listened before, we mean it. You really can bring up uh, pretty much whatever you want. 800-259-9231. Even though we're live on location, we're still here taking your phone calls uh, about anything. And we are on location at the 2009 Porcupine Freedom Festival, Rogers Campground in beautiful Lancaster, New Hampshire. Awe-striking beauty uh, is uh, the best way to describe it. We're sitting here looking out over the White Mountains, and they are not white at this time of year, but they are still absolutely striking. It's been a great weekend, surrounded by hundreds of like-minded, uh, liberty-loving people, many of whom are have made the move to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project or are considering a move to New Hampshire, as uh, any sane activist would, especially after coming up and visiting with these uh, these amazing people and having a great time at, at the Porcupine Freedom Festival. Porkfest.com will allow you to learn more about what we've been doing all weekend. That's P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T dot com. Uh, sitting in here with, with us on the third microphone, we have Catherine and Allison from the soon-to-be-formed Ladies, Liber- uh, Ladies Liberty Alliance. Now, you guys are both from two different, originally from two different organizations, uh, and you're coming together. Different liber- liberty-oriented ladies from around the country are coming together to form a new organization, the uh, Ladies Liberty Alliance. Can you tell me a little bit about what that's, one of you, just uh, well, tell me about what that, that is? Yeah, actually, what our hope is is that um, women that are leading leading the charge in the in the revolution will be able to formulate together and then form a women's organization from that to not only spawn more women to be involved and educate them and bring them into the fold, but also for the poor men in this movement that uh, you know you go to the party and there's 50 dudes and two chicks. You like, yeah. I, I feel bad for the men, so we want to we want to integrate more women in the movement. But also we want to educate women and show them that like, things like health care and things are, are, aren't necessarily what they have to be constricted to, that they can understand about the Fed and understand about uh, you know, the gold standard and things like that and not just be stuck to those you know, regiments that we've been dictated to be uh, constricted upon. Cool. So what, uh, do you have a, a website yet, or is this brand new, like an idea? We're actually building it this weekend. Um, it's either um, it's going to be and in Facebook. We also have a group on Facebook as well. So um, we're leading the charge that way. We're also um, building pitch, a... Pitch me the website. What's, what's the one you're building? Can you give the URLs? Is it too early? If they go, will it yeah, fail? Yeah, we're going to do ladieslibertyalliance.com. Okay. Um, but on Facebook, it's, it's definitely it's called Ladies of Liberty. We just found out that that was actually um, uh, trademarked, so we can't really use that. So we're going to do Ladies Liberty Alliance. Gotcha. I'm going to switch it tonight. But um, Catherine's with me as well, and, uh, and we're gonna also going to do a calendar. We have 12 women for 16 ah, months. Excellent. And what we're going to do is have four months of any woman within the grassroots or the movement that want to uh, give, send us pictures. We're more than open to accepting those, and we're going to vote based on that. Um, the, 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 you know, we have a women within, like, antiwar.com, Iraq Vets Against the War, uh, Liberty, uh, I'm sorry, Liberty Restoration Project. We have C4L. We have um, YAL. We have you know, Young Americans for Liberty. We have a bunch of different organizations that are being uh, united together. Um, as individuals, not actually as representatives of that organization. So you'll be putting the call out, or you already are to some extent, to the ladies of the liberty movement and inviting them to photograph themselves and, and submit for the, uh, the the calendar? For the calendar, and if we decide we'll do one next year, we can. Um, but also, if, if we're going to have memberships for women to be a part of this, to unite, 
so that we can um, uh, organize as, as, as individuals and as women, because I feel like uh, we're kind of a neglected kind of um, you know, aspect within this movement. I'm sure Catherine could attest to more. It, it is a uh, sausage party and has been for a long time. Uh, and it's great to see, as you mentioned t uh, tonight, Mark, that here at the Porcupine Freedom Festival, we've been seeing kind of year after year more ladies showing up. Uh, in fact, more attractive ladies uh, are showing up as well, which is single ones nice. too. It's amazing. Uh, and so, yeah, there are a lot of uh, younger liberty-oriented ladies here this year, which is just great because, uh, like you said, we we just need more of a female voice uh, in this movement. And, and the calendar is not just going to be about beauty. It's not just going to be about looks. Uh, it's going to be more than that. Is is that right? Yes, absolutely. It, it is about women being able to show the world that they have brains, too, because it, being a woman is not, you know, the, the feminist movement sort of tried to turn women into men. And we still can be women. We still can be feminine. We still can be beautiful. Mm -hmm. And we can be intelligent and strong. And we can get things done. Something that I've been told many times by men is that they would have been arrested many times when I was not, probably just because I was yeah. a woman. So if we Absolutely. do get more women involved and start speaking up and standing out, I think we can really take our country back very quickly because women really do have a lot of power. Oh, yeah. Time we utilize it. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. And also about the, the calendar, what we're trying to actually focus on, we're, our focus is activism. And it's pretty much like the main two topics that each one of us as individuals have. For instance, um, uh, Tracy from uh, Iraq Bets Against the War is very anti-Iraq -Iraq war. She's doing an um, anti-Iraq piece on um, March for because that's the month that the Iraq war started, things mm -hmm. like that. Um, we have Megan Duffield from Yale doing um, anti uh, in the Fed. You know, I'm doing anti-civil liberties that have been taken from us based on certain bills. So the photos that are being taken for the calendar have a theme of activism. activism. Does that mean they're going to be kind of real-life photos or still photo photography photos where they'll be very posed? And what are, what are we to expect? Well, they'll be posed, but it'll also be a little bit piece of each individual as to what they um, believe and what they feel strongly about. It kind of sheds a light into their soul as well as just their looks, kind of like what they're primarily into. Like if you want to check out um, uh, organic farming, check out Amber Danell from California that's going to mm -hmm. do the um, HR 875 piece. Like you go to her blog and you can search it on, uh, on ladieslibertyalliance.com uh, and you'll be able to actually see how she feels about it. Like I've, I'm from the more philosophical side, so I'm going to focus on like the, the secondary ideas. But, you know, and you have Catherine who's been a protester, actually defeated the Mayak report in Missouri. Like she's going to focus on that as well. So. It's going to show different parts of our parts of our own soul as well as parts cool. of the activists. And around. so the Mayak report in Missouri was the one that uh, named uh, Ron Paul people with Ron yep. Paul bumper stickers to be terrorists. Is that correct? Yes, absolutely. It was a report on the modern militia movement that was yeah. released by the Mayak Center, which is a fusion center, which is something I don't think many people in our movement even knew about until March. I did not. I didn't either. So search for the 9/11 Act of 2007, and that is where they got the legislative authority to. Start doing it, um, but they actually started developing it in 2002. It was the Chiefs of Police Association that started the idea, and then Homeland Security made it their uh, departmental policy in 2006, and then our legislators came in behind with legislative backing in 2007, and most people in our movement don't even know about it, and it's quite frightening because these fusion centers share information, you know, from the local level up to the federal level, and 
laterally between each other, between states. And that is something that a lot of women were involved with in the state of Missouri. So that's something I'm very, very proud of. We have some homeschooling mothers, some of who are here at Porkfest this week. So. They named homeschoolers as potential terrorists, too, Absolutely, right? Absolutely, they and, uh, did. People with Don't Tread on Me bumper stickers. What were some of the other people that they named in that uh, Everything from, they, they specifically mentioned the In the Fed rallies in October, which was concerning for mm -hmm. us because we were organizing both the one in October and the ones that I spoke recently at one. happened in April. But they mentioned RFID tracking. They, they mentioned uh, North American Union. They mentioned basically anything involving the liberty movement, mm -hmm. uh, tax protesters, anti-illegal immigration. And they lumped it all in and associated it with extreme white supremacists and the Christian well, I, identity movement. I don't blame them as far as the uh, the anti-illegal immigration. That one really has that really bu uh, bugs me that people would call that a, a liberty issue. And uh, just allow me to bring this up here because I wanted to cover immigration tonight uh, on the show anyway. And the uh, the whole idea that somebody could be illegal uh, for crossing uh, that, that a person could be illegal, but uh, somebody if, who if, believes that if it's isn't breaking, a terrorist. If it's breaking the law that makes somebody illegal, then I am a, I may very very illegal person. I've uh, probably broken several laws uh, this weekend, which would make me an illegal. Uh, I, I think it's just absolutely ludicrous to suggest that the, the, that some invisible line in the sand that was drawn by a government bureaucrat uh, crossing that line without asking and begging for permission from other government bureaucrats would make somebody a criminal. It's, I just I don't think that's a liberty but issue at all. Someone who opposes that also should not be blanketed in with the title terrorist. They should probably be educated, and that's where yeah. my thought okay. is that they, they're just lumping them all in and saying that they are dangerous to law enforcement is is very very dangerous path for us to be walking down, and it turns people away. I still meet people even here at Porkfest that tell me they don't put bumper stickers on their car yeah. because of documents like this, sure. and I'm like, hello, you guys. We need to be putting more bumper stickers Absolutely. on our car when they release reports like that. Well, I try to keep my bumper stickers to a minimum. I want to say one thing, but uh, you know, one thing, and get people to focus on one thing. That's that's my particular preference. But I do, I, you do find this. People are too scared to put a bumper sticker on their car. That's a real commentary, that's, isn't it? That, that's a free nation. Really? You're a free nation? You're too scared to put a bumper sticker on your car? Well, I'm, I'm kind of bummed that you've been hearing that here at the Porcupine Freedom Festival because I, I generally believe that the people in this movement have more courage than uh, the average bumper stickers I absolutely agree, and I'll say just to clarify, it was only, I've, I heard it from two people this it's, weekend. We're going to come back. If you guys can hang out for a little bit, we'll come back with more. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It's the Saturday edition of the program. We'll take your calls about anything if you make them to toll-free number 800-259-9231. That number brought to you by our friends at SACL CAI. It's 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We've got live streams, a broadband version, dial-up, and even a webcam version of the program. All available free for you at listen.freetalklive.com. The webcam tonight has no picture, but the audio should still be okay. Uh, so, because we're live on location from the 2009, uh, the 2009 not Liberty Forum, but Porcupine Freedom Festival. It's been a, an absolute blast. You can listen to the uh, live streams over at uh, listen.freetalklive.com. Again, that's listen.freetalklive.com. These shows inevitably have a very high guest contingent. 
Normally it's a caller-based program, and it still is. We'll still take your calls about anything, but we also want to talk to some of these interesting folks that are here at the 2009 Porcupine Freedom Festival. Tonight joining us, uh, Catherine and Allison from the Ladies' Liberty Alliance, a brand-new organization just being formed. LadiesLibertyAlliance.com, I believe, is the new website. I, I'm getting nods. That's, uh, that's a good sign. I don't know. What, will something come up if I go there right now, LadiesLibertyAlliance.com? Uh, no, some... we're having our, uh, our, our people actually work on it this weekend, so it should okay. be up by Monday. All right, very good. So be patient, and you'll be able to get to it probably sometime this week. But they can always email us if they need to. They okay. can email me personally at Allison, A-L-L-I-S-O-N, Z as in zebra, A-Y-N-E, at gmail.com, and okay. I can inform them. Very cool. Uh, and I'm sure we'll be hearing more about this as time goes on. You guys are working on a, a calendar, uh, which will be very wonderful, I'm sure. I know that the Ladies of Liberty calendars in the past, and I know that your organization is brand new, but there have been calendars in the past that have done fairly well, as, uh, as I understand it. And now with, uh, with some younger folks like yourselves in charge, I'm sure it will be, uh, be even more successful than, it's, uh, than such efforts have ever been. So let's talk a little bit about the event that we're at here, uh, because, well, there are more ladies this time around than there have ever been uh and uh, you guys are on the younger side as well which is great so uh one of you step up to the mic and uh, I, I know allison i've seen you around new hampshire before Catherine, i, I didn't recognize you necessarily but my first time here in new hampshire is, so you're definitely the person i want to talk to as a as a newbie to uh to new hampshire what are your first impressions here of uh, of all of this that, that you've experienced so far this weekend well, my first impression is I wish all these people lived with me in Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. It's really that. great being around so many like-minded individuals. Allison, you can live with all these people, but it won't be in Missouri. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, but, you know, it, it's really great, and it's, it's quite inspirational. We have some really great things happening in Missouri right now. You know, we defeated the Real ID with a unanimous vote in the Missouri Senate, mm -hmm. and we've been fighting the MIAC report and working on all kinds of projects, and our legislators are really starting to come around. And I think we have some things that we can teach to folks here in New Hampshire, and I hope that we've been able to through our conversations. And I did a presentation on fusion centers in the MIAC report yesterday morning, and I've already learned a lot. That's for absolute certain. And we've been talking, the Kansas City folks that are here right now, I think we're going to try and make a mass Missouri move to New Hampshire in 2012. Really? Cool. Because in 2010, we have 65 open seats in the Missouri legislature because of term limits, so there will be no incumbent for 65 seats in the Missouri legislature. Really? I plan cool. on running. And I plan on training 64 other people and helping them run. So. And then bringing them here in 2012? Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. So are you a Free State Project member? Yes, I've been signed up for about a year and a half. Oh, congratulations. Cool. That is excellent. And Allison, are you a Free Stater as a well? Friend. Just a friend of the Free State Project. So what's it going to take? I mean, uh, I understand that you've been hanging a lot, out a lot with the Motorhome Diaries guys at MotorhomeDiaries.com. Yeah. Uh, obviously, they're huge uh, fans of the Free State Project. Uh, they are planning on moving to Keene after they're all done with the Motorhome Diaries. Uh, has that had an influence on you at all? Yeah, they actually introduced me to the Free State Project. I went to the Liberty Forum in uh, March, I believe, mm -hmm. and uh, since then I've been in love with it. Um, a lot of people from South Carolina, where I'm from, have uh, I found be up here, like Rich Paul and some certain other people. And um, it motivates me to want to come up here. I just have to find a, a place to stay. And I don't think that'll be difficult. We'll see it happen. So. <laughs> Signing is different than, uh, than than finding a place to stay. You know, Well, I mean, I'm living intention. in uh, virtually D.C. right now, so yeah. oh, I'm sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, being able to take my life and, and, and put it up there. My, I'm from the South, naturally. So. Okay, so are we. 
Born very, Raised. Florida. very far. Oh, okay, Florida's not south. But, oh, come you know, on now. Wait I understand that there's a cultural difference, but uh, we're talking about weather here. And uh, <laughs> I was born in Bama, raised in Georgia, lived in South Carolina. There's real, Flo- there's real south in Florida. You yeah, just all you have, have to, to go is... east of the interstate on the west coast and then west of the interstate on the east Pretty coast. You pretty much have to stay within the, within the shores. Yeah, if you're well, if you're in the shoreline, then you're in New York City, basically. Yeah, you're no longer in South or Chicago, depending on which yeah. side of the state you're on. Precisely. Uh, so, so that's great. Um, hopefully, we'll be able to convince you to come up here eventually, because I mean, as more and more activists keep coming here, it's just the movement's going to be even more exciting than it currently is. Every time is. I'm around these people, it just motivates me even more and more to come up here. My only fear is the winter, but um, I've never seen anything below 25 degrees Celsius, or I'm sorry, Fahrenheit. But um, anything. Uh, but these people are absolutely amazing. I couldn't have asked for better people around here. Well, I, uh, that was most certainly my concern when I first heard about the Free State Project was, well, I was born and raised in Florida, and it's cold up there. So what do you do about that? Well, it turns out the, it's kind of like Florida, except the reverse. In Florida, you're running from air-conditioned home to air-conditioned car to air-conditioned workplace. Here, it's uh, it, during the wintertime, it's the opposite. You're going from heated home to heated, heated car to, to heated, heated, heated workplace. workplace. Well, and isn't there something to be said about having four seasons in a year and oh not just stagnant gosh. heat yeah. all year long? I like the three se- of them. The seasons are <laughs> tremendous. And having uh, been uh, spending my whole life in Florida, I'd never seen seasons before, so I wouldn't trade them at all. They're great. I imagine, I don't know, but I imagine New Hampshire has a beautiful fall. I know Missouri does, all the beautiful yeah. colors. So. I'd be excited to come out here and here. see the mountains and the trees because yeah. we don't have mountains in Missouri, and I'm just, I'm awestruck right now. It's absolutely the most beautiful environment I've ever been in. Moving to New Hampshire is, is great on its own just because of its sheer uh, beauty. There's no doubt about that. And all across the state, you'll find a, a nice variety. I mean, everything from the coastline on uh, the east coast to uh, Keene, which is in a uh, valley, uh, and up here in the White Mountains, there's so many different uh, places to move. But the, the most attractive part to me is to be around these people. I mean, being in close proximity to other like-minded individuals is the real win here uh, right. in the Free State Project. New Hampshire was rated the, the number one freest state in the United States by the Already. Market. Right, already um, by the Mercatus Center, and we're working hard to uh, to roll back the, uh, the the snowball that is uh, the, the, the 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 state here in New Hampshire and uh, the intrusions by government. Now I have a question for you guys. Yes, I was sort of taken aback by the liquor laws here in New Hampshire oh, when we first drove in. What is that all about for the state free run. state in the nation? Yeah, Thanks. the the liquor distribution is state run here in New Hampshire, so that's real bad. That needs to change. I think closing time is 1 a.m. or something like liquor that. Liquor stores shut down at like 5 or 6 or 7 in the, the evening. Uh, so if you wanted to... Oh, the state stores, yeah. yeah the, the state stores are the only you place to sell You can still liquor. buy beer and wine. That's not liquor. I understand that. I'm just okay. pointing it out for people that don't know. You can still buy some alcohol outside of state uh, distribution locations, so at a grocery store and, or, or convenience store, which is nice. Uh, but if you want... Uh, Hard liquor, you can either cross the border and buy it from a private dealer in Massachusetts or you can buy it from the state here in, in New Hampshire. But, you know, that's a great issue that I think that we're going to start seeing some activists take up uh, as our ranks continue to grow. I don't think anybody has really jumped on that one. So, Catherine, maybe you when you move up here, if it hasn't started yet, you could you know, begin something like that. I, I can see it as a ripe one for civil disobedience. I mean, buying some alcohol and reselling it, it's probably a felony. You might go to jail for a few years, but hey, it'll be I don't be think a, it's a felony. No? You don't? Think I don't messing think so. with the, the state's liquor monopoly are felony charges? I, I, I bet you they are. 
Well, if no one's taking it up by 2012, I'll gladly do it when I come up here. Also, how about underage drinking? I think that I think that would be an ideal uh, civil disobedience act is to find somebody who's under the age of 21 who is also madly in love with freedom and who's willing to engage in uh, public in uh, public intoxication of him or him or herself. Uh, well, just you don't to prove the point. Intoxicated, you could uh, still sip it, and it would be just as illegal. But I think yes. that uh, probably putting one's toe in the water would be the possession of an open container mm -hmm. of alcohol, being under the age of 21, as opposed to necessarily imbibing that uh, that alcohol, you know, right in public, just to say, look. Here I yep. am. This is what I'm goes adult. on every weekend. I can fight in a war. I can die for, for, for my country or whatever, and but I can't drink alcohol. So I think it's awesome that you guys are here and uh, doing what you're doing. LadiesLibertyAlliance.com, new website, getting set to launch within days. So write it down and then come back to it because what you are doing is great. And anything that can be done to bring more ladies into this movement, I think is uh, it's something that deserves support. And I'm sure there will be a way for people to support you, even if they aren't of the female persuasion, uh, presumably. Definitely. They could, they could buy the calendar. Buy, well, buy in the calendar or some sort of uh, monthly contribution or something like that because I'm sure we're going to hear more about what you do and uh, getting photos of women out in action uh, for this movement is even better. I mean, it's great that uh, the ladies are behind the scenes, but getting out in, uh, you know, in speaking roles and out at protests and things like that is really, uh, it really lends a lot to the credibility of the movement. So thank you. And I you. think it's really important as a woman that the men out there are helping lift up other women because for a long time, women have been made to think that they really can't be leaders. And mm. you'll find the ones that step up really are shining bright. So if you can help encourage a woman to go out and take a leadership role, whatever it may be, even if it's going and meeting her city council rep and talking to them about things, that really makes a big difference. And the best of the best are coming here to New Hampshire. They're self-selecting. They're, they're uh, tying up their loose ends where they live, and they're moving to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project. Thanks for coming on the show, ladies. Uh, more on the way. Hour Thank 3 is you. coming up. It's Free Talk Live. The show is Free Talk Live. It's your show. If you dial in, take control of the airwaves toll-free. 800-259-9231. That's the Sickle CAI toll-free line as we launch here into the third and final hour of the nine hours that we've been broadcasting live from the Porcupine Freedom Festival 2009 edition at Rogers Campground in beautiful Lancaster, New Hampshire, just across from the beautiful, uh, awe-strikingly inspiring White Mountains. I yep. mean, they're just amazing. Uh, the, the scenery is incredible. The activists are amazing. The people here are unlike anyone you will meet anywhere else. They are great. They have all come here as part of the Free State Project. Some of them have moved to New Hampshire. They've already picked up their lives and made the move for freedom. Some of them are taking a serious look at moving from their current place of residence to New Hampshire. As some are just putting toes in the water. And some but are everybody just, seems to be having a good time. Just here to explore and meet other interesting people. And it has been a good time. You can hear some of that going on in the background. Jason Osborne from Seckle CAI, our prime sponsor on the program, has brought out the alcohol tonight. And people have been uh, been benefiting because they don't have to pay for it which is pretty cool. And so, SACL CAI, thanks to them, you can see their banner right there at uh, the top of, uh, of freetalklive.com. If you are somebody who works uh, at a business that uh, you've got collections that you need to do, don't do it yourself. Hand it over to the guys at SACL CAI. They will handle not only collections, but they will purchase charged-off receivables, and they do early-out billing as well. Uh, all the details 
Through their banner, SACL CAI, right at the top, freetalklive.com. We've been talking with interesting people that have been here at the Porcupine Freedom Festival this weekend. Porkfest.com is where you can go for more information about that. There's, there's one every single year, so if you missed it this time around, make plans for next summer and come on out and see us because inevitably we'll be broadcasting live next year as well. Uh, so Jack Shimmick is with us. Uh, if you've listened to the show for a long time, You've heard Jack on the on the program a number of times as we've ha- been doing these live shows from Port Fest and the Liberty Forum. Jack, you're the organizer, the creator of the Alternatives Expo. Now, the uh, the way this came about, as I understand the story, is that when the Free State Project was putting together an event, whether was it the Liberty Forum or the uh, Port Fest? Liberty Forum 07. So the Liberty Forum, uh, which was a uh, it's, it's a great, also excellent event that goes on in the the winter time, more of a convention style atmosphere. Whereas we're here at a campground. Uh, at the convention style Liberty Forum, they had their lineup, they had their speakers, they had it all ironed out and taken care of. And you'd come to the organizers and you'd said, well, I think we should have speech to, uh, speeches about this and this and this and they weren't too interested in necessarily putting that on the official list of things to do, so you just decided instead of continuing to beg or continuing to cajole or trying to take over the organization from the inside, you went ahead and just started your own concurrently running event called the Alternatives Expo. That's that's roughly what happened. Yeah, we were actually on the program and got canceled off once. I said, what about the alternatives? And they said, you mean alternative energy? I said, no, there's alternatives to everything. I said, we should be talking about those. And you're, you're right. Uh, we got canceled off the, the program. We had a one-hour time slot. We had a, a four-man four roundtable. And uh, so we said, uh, well, shoot, we're still going to talk about that stuff. So we got a couple of rooms upstairs, and we added topics and added topics. Mm-hmm. We must have had like 15 or 16 topics. We had a, a bar there. We had a, actually a handicapped bathroom, hotel room. So we had this big room, and we turned it into a bar. And cool. we had uh, live music from two or three different performers. It was, it was a great time. So it's really added to it. It hasn't taken away from oh, no. somebody, somebody who might not under, really understand what, uh, what is going on here in this movement or really get competition. Uh, it's a little bit of competition for the event, but it's a positive thing because it's bringing more people out. It's giving people that are here something else to do besides the official listed activities. Well, I suppose it's competition in the sense that uh, it, it, it competes the, the, each speech or uh, you know course or whatever. They compete for people. Um, and I pers- but I personally prefer the stuff that goes on at the Alternatives Expo. I, I, every year, I, that's that's where I want to find out what's going on. That's where I want to find out where it is. And uh, I wanted this, to go this today year, too. I didn't get a chance to get to the the emergency radio thing. I wanted to really. Get there was to a that. shortwave radio uh, thing that I went to today, and I also went this morning to uh, beekeeping. You know, where do you learn about that? I mean, right, where do you find out about beekeeping? I, I I'm going to be getting bees later on this year just because I think they're so darn interesting. <laughs> So, well, very unique. Yeah, yeah. on the on the idea, idea of uh, us competing, no, the reason I wanted to have the Alt Expo, because I heard of a lot of people that weren't going to come to Liberty Forum because mm-hmm. they weren't interested in the overtly uh, political topics, the, the anti-political types in the movement. So I says, well, why don't you come anyway, you know, uh, give a talk there. And so we actually attracted some of the people that were going to not attend. So we we're augmenting the Free State Project. I mean, I love the yeah. Free State Project. I lived here for 30 years or so, or probably 27 before the vote. And... Uh, I'm, I'm saying, yeah, come on, you know, we need your help here, and uh, so Absolutely. yeah, we we added to it, I think. 
Yep, and you guys have done a great job. AltExpo.org is your website. Uh, people can get involved in the uh, the organization, which isn't probably much of an organization because that's not the way you do things. It's it's right. all volunteer, cooperative, etc. But it's hard to get people to volunteer and cooperate. <laughs> it is tricky. Now, um, what were some of the things that you did this uh, this weekend, just so people get some idea of yeah, what perhaps for question. the next one, uh, what you might do the next time? What what to expect? All right, we had ten different things, so I'll talk fast. Um, I gave an intro. I called it the roadmap to the road less traveled. So what we're trying to do is, you know, we're encouraging people to take uh, an alternative path because, you know, the mainstream uh, choices in a lot of things, education, money, etc., are corrupted and they're not working well. They're taxed and controlled. Yeah. So uh, the second thing I ha we had, is, I think, is one of your advertisers, Alakeys. It's a decentralized learning system online. We had to talk about cooperatives. Alakeys.com. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Alakeys. Yep. And uh, we had to talk about cooperatives. We're forming a new cooperative uh, centered in a libertarian bookstore in Concord, New Hampshire. Uh, and it, it'll start out is that mostly. A food co-op? Yeah, it'll start out mostly with natural foods. But the goal is to cover anything you might want to buy. And all a cooperative is is something that we're going to run ourselves, uh, kind of with equal shares, and try to buy things in volume to get the best price. So it could be cool. anything. I mean, somebody said, well, does it have to be natural foods? And I said, no, you could have a cooperative to buy Cheeto. You Candy. Cheetos, yeah. You could buy a pallet load of Cheetos and get the best price, you yeah. know? Uh, we had one on uh, anonymous commerce. There's a, a guy that wants to implement some of the uh, computer technologies to um, allow the buyer and seller to do business without even knowing each other, never mm. meeting. Uh, then we had a, a talk on electronic money systems, and this was just on Friday, so there was like two or three different electronic money systems covered. Uh, before you go on, Jack, I, um, I'd like to point out that when you're doing this alt expos and when, uh, when the people are speaking, you have an expert up there, and it's, it's a relatively small group, somewhere uh, between like 20 and 30 people, I, I would say. And usually the people that come are the ones that are most interested in these topics. So you'll have this um, discussion between the, the crowd, the audience, and the, you know, the, the speech giver. Um, and and uh, the exchange, I feel you, one learns so much more. Yeah, I think so. It's pretty intimate. Um, w what we did also as kind of a conceptual thing is we're trying to bring in uh, the New Hampshire speakers so that the people that are coming in from out of state can know, like, on the beekeeping thing, like, who's here in New Hampshire that's the expert on that? I right. want to mm, move to New Hampshire cool. and get into beekeeping. So he'll actually take uh, his talk or whatever, and he'll upload it to, upload it to the altexpo.org site. So it, the, what I mean by the So it doesn't just happen live, that you can play these things back. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, it, that's part of the cooperative and volunteer things. I've had people give talks, and I, I couldn't ever get them to, like, post their stuff on the yeah. web. But we're working on that. Okay. So. Uh, so give me a few more examples, so we're running short on time. Okay, we had beekeeping, we had home brewing. Uh, one of the guys here that uh, actually runs a, a brewery also has given courses on home brewing before, so he talked about that. The emergency radio networks, a lot of people have talked about, like, what are we going to do if, uh, you know, they pull a plug on the Internet or if there's a, um, a quarantine because of virus outbreaks. We've got to be able to reach each other, uh, et cetera. So there was a good talk on that. And the guy actually put together the radio equipment and demonstrated it right there That's on the cool. site. That's cool. And in fact, he was using the same frequencies that the organizers were using here at Porkfest to talk to each other, you know, because they're all spread out all over the camp. And I don't think the people are, are using licenses uh, for their radio broadcasting here, their, their radio transmissions here, which I think is, uh, is pretty cool. Well, they actually chose a band where it's not required. So oh, really? There's no licenses, but there's also no risk of getting arrested or anything. Gotcha. Uh, we had a self-defense for women uh, course, and... Uh, I missed some of that, but I heard a lot of yelling and, uh, you know, <laughs> karate yelling. That's, that's really useful. I think that's a, good, that's a great thing to have. Yeah. I mean, for anybody, but, but specifically uh, the ladies. Yep. 
And the last one today was uh, how to build a straw bale house, and it's by a guy who's actually built one. He showed slides of what he did. He showed the step-by-step uh, -step process he went through, the costs of it, why you would want to do it. And uh, well, now, what is that? What kind of benefits does a straw bale house provide here in New Hampshire? Yeah, well, exactly. Sounds uh, cold. Yeah, it sounds weird. Yeah, you you actually use the straw, a real uh, a whole bale of it for real thick insulation, and you cover huh. it with concrete. Or it stuff. really so it really it actually isn't cold, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah it's, it's really warm. A lot of insulation. Jack yeah. Shimmick, thanks for everything you do. Altexpo.org, the website, uh, thanks, really guys. getting out there and providing alternatives uh, alternatives for the liberty-oriented people attending this uh, this event, the Porcupine Freedom Festival, a place where you should be next year if you love freedom. Uh, more on the way. You can bring up anything. This is the Saturday edition of Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything. Just dial toll-free, 800-259-9231. That's the Sickle CAI toll-free line. Tis the Saturday edition, and we are live from the Porcupine Freedom Festival uh, 2009 edition at Rogers Campground in beautiful Lancaster, New Hampshire. The Free State Project is putting it on. If you've never heard of the Free State Project before, head over to freestateproject.org to learn more. It's a movement that is unlike... No other. Uh, there are just hundreds of like-minded liberty... Did I say that right? Unlike any I don't other? know. I, it, it, I, I don't know if... It, it doesn't sound like proper English, but it, it, it doesn't sound like a uh, double negative either. Mm, well, anyway, unlike, unlike no any other. Unlike no other doesn't mean like another. Well, we are here, and it is an amazing movement, and full of incredible people. We're going to continue talking to some of them here in a moment. Uh, head over to freestateproject.org to learn more about how you can uproot your life and move up here to New Hampshire, get active for freedom, because if you want freedom, this is your best chance, being surrounded by other like-minded people who are also similarly willing to step up and stand up for liberty. Join more than half a million people who've trusted LegalZoom.com with, with their common legal documents. You can incorporate your business, create a will or a living trust, even register a trademark, empowering you, protecting you with the common legal documents that people trust. It's LegalZoom.com. Use code FTL as in Free Talk Live. FTL to save $10 off your order. LegalZoom.com. We talk a lot about uh, the entrepreneurial, or we have talked a lot in the last few days about the entrepreneurial mindset. Uh, mindset? Jeez, I swear I haven't been drinking. Uh, the entrepreneurial mindset that is uh, amongst the activists here in New Hampshire and one of those uh, multiple, uh, lots of plates up in the air kind of guys uh, is Taryn Lupo. He's here. He's promoting at least two websites. Uh, one of them is a sponsor of Free Talk Live, StashYourSwag.com. That's S-W-A-G, StashYourSwag.com. As is LCL Report. And LCL Report. I didn't realize they were a sponsor. Yeah, well, you know, Sharon's the sponsor. He's got the two websites. Right. Uh, <laughs> LCLReport.com is the Low Country Liberty Report. And, Taryn, you had uh, interviewed Mark and I for your uh, YouTube channel, which is what the Low Country Liberty Report is. LCLReport.com uh, LCL will get people to it. What is the Low Country Liberty Report? A Low Country Liberty Report is a news service. If you guys know Dave Ridley, which he's a frequent guest of the show, I actually took his class. He offers a Ridleyography class, and it teaches you basically how to make a video blog and do news reports on a low budget or almost no budget. And people... And it's cheap, too. It, it is the best 40 bucks I ever spent yeah. because, you know, I've done really well with it, considering it just came off of... I mean, he only spent like two hours with me. And I was able to put out a halfway decent product. I mean, it's not great, mm -hmm. but it's good. And what happened was it really opened up a lot of venues for me when I started doing this. And I use social networking really to push the LCL report 
to address issues mainly with uh, their, their Liberty Reports out of the South, mainly in Nashville, where you guys mm -hmm. mainly focus on New Hampshire. I try to make that bridge. I try to You're invite, down in Georgia, right? Right, down in Georgia, but I'm always talking about New Hampshire. So they'll, <laughs> they'll watch the news about something going on in Savannah, and it ends talking about what's going on in New Hampshire, how we should copy it. Or, well, you are or a you state project member, right? Big time. I'm just not able to move yet, so instead of, um, I have some family issues that I have to deal with first, sure. but instead of just sitting on my hands and saying, uh, well, I'll just do something when I get there, I figured I could at least push maybe a couple, maybe I could push 100 people here to the Free State Project not before that, I'm done. At the very least, you're getting your feet wet. You're doing uh, something that you've never done before as far as activism is concerned, and you're kind of uh, practicing for the big time up here. If yeah, you, you know, you... you I can only be so brave in Savannah because, yeah. you know, I don't really have anyone backing me up like up here. So I went out and I'll film police officers jaywalking and breaking their own laws and put that up. But I really can't, you know, put my head too far in the lion's mouth with, because sure. I really don't. I mean, I guess I could, but I'm much, much braver when I come here. I have a feeling. Uh, yeah, I don't blame you. That's how I, I felt. Fearless. I tried to keep my head down as much. I mean, I'm still a fairly visible activist, but uh, not not like I am now uh, up here in New Hampshire, uh, as I was down in uh, in Florida. There's and a, it's there's just... a point between brave, um, you know, brave and foolish. And, and I think that yeah. uh, you know, taking the stand on your own can uh, get close to that point of foolishness. So you're out there. You are doing uh, video production, and it's have a pro liberty mindset, and you're putting it out at lclreport.com, and people are, are eating it up. I'm a I'm a subscriber. It's it's pretty good product. Very surprised, but what angle I used is I pushed the social networks, which I think a lot of Liberty needs to take advantage of. Liberty activists, yeah, because I'm pretty much built everything on Facebook. Yeah, and, that's it's big. I mean, we've got the and, Free Talk Live Facebook page now at uh, facebook.freetalklive.com. And I do love that page. Every time I put something up, though, you know, 30 other people will post my story, and 30 other people will post my story, and my my fans really help me out. And it's amazing how fast I can push something up. Like Pretty when we cool. were trying to get Sam out of jail, we pushed something up um, on Freedom Watch like overnight. And it was right. fantastic. You know what? I, I want to thank you for everything that you do for Freedom and looking forward to having you up here in New Hampshire someday. Thanks, Terry. Appreciate you coming on the show tonight. Let's go to your Thanks, phone everybody. calls about whatever you want. Wolf is on the line listening to WFLA in Florida. Hello, Wolf. How are you doing? Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Nice, nice talk to you again. I talked to you a couple weeks ago. Uh, I didn't want to give my other name out. Okay, but, uh, you'll be just, Wolf to us. Yeah, that's that's well, that is my name. Oh, but, well, uh, you don't want I me don't to say that. Use my other name. No, no, fine. Wolf, <laughs> oh, okay. Go ahead. Anyhow, then what's on your mind tonight? Yeah, uh, you know, I'm really worried about this country now. We we really got a problem up there in the in Washington. Not well, worrying is not going to solve the problem. States. But that's not going to help the problem. But if uh, if they get this cap and trade and cap and tax or whatever they're trying to pass through on this stuff, and they get uh, nationalized health care, we'll never be able to get this country back. I don't believe we'll never be able to turn the clock back. It's yeah, just that's going to be too much uh, government control. It's way too much already. But that is going to push it right over. And if people Thank don't goodness. wake up, if people don't wake up, they're going to sit up here and we're going to be in the biggest socialism that you've ever seen this country will be totally socialist socialized it, you know and once a government program starts it never goes away with well, that that cell phone tax they had from what the spanish-american war I, I think we just got rid of that recently yeah yep yeah. Yeah, uh, it never goes away you know and uh 
Obama sitting up there lying that this is not going to uh, uh, cost people so much money and all this, and uh, that all these stories that people are talking about are don't listen to them because they don't know what they're talking about. If people listen to that bull crap, that lying mouth of his, we're, they're really going to, and they, they go through with this, they're going to learn if it happens. Well, the empire, the whether they do uh, nationalized healthcare or not, Wolf, the empire cannot last forever, and uh, it's 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 doomed. I mean, no government has lasted uh, beyond a a certain period of time, and I'd say we're on borrowed time at this point with the uh, the U.S. federal government. So I I actually hope that they do go ahead and bankrupt themselves even faster. Of course, some could point out they already are bankrupt and have been for a long time, Uh, but nonetheless, I hope it uh, I hope it ends soon so we can actually have some semblance of freedom back in this country and. Uh, declare independence for ourselves. Get away from this federal government. Well, that's what we got to do. Absolutely. The well, thanks for. Never the... done anything right. It's all immoral. Everything they do is immoral. Well, it's time for Americans. Caller, uh... You had a caller earlier that talks about morality, and the moral issues is the highest issue that's in, in as as far as a man goes, a woman goes, a human being goes. The highest property or the highest value that a person can have is the moral issues. Thank you, Wolf, for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. I think people that love freedom would agree. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's a very moral movement, the idea of stopping aggressing against peaceful people. That's a very moral concept. More coming up. Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It's the Saturday edition of the program. Enough time for your calls about whatever you want. That's the point of the show. You dial in toll-free at 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. We are extra live tonight uh, from the 2009 Porcupine Freedom Festival put on by the Free State Project. It's a -a once-a-year event out in the woods, and we are in the woods of uh, Lancaster, New Hampshire, up by the White Mountains. Absolutely beautiful view from here at Rogers Campground. The sun's gone down at this point, though, so the uh, the party will be, uh, I guess, kicking into high gear. People are scattered about our studios up here, enjoying one another's company, chatting and uh, playing games and uh, doing a little bit of uh, libating back there. I'm sure the bonfire has uh, been started already, and people are dancing and singing and playing guitars and all that kind of stuff. There was live music last night, I uh, should point out. Uh, Several bands uh, had the opportunity to play here, and uh, that was a a lot of fun for people. Unfortunately, we had to miss it because we're on the air. But that's the cross we must bear uh, doing a nighttime radio show. We miss out on some of the fun in order to have more fun later on. Uh, And there will be a lot of fun here tonight on the last night of the Porcupine Freedom Festival. Uh, So come on out next year. If you missed it this time around, there will be a uh, Porkfest 2010, especially with the numbers uh, being like they are this weekend. I don't know if Aaron Swearingen knows them. We'll talk to him in a little bit. He's the president of the Free State Project. Uh, but first, we're going to talk to Brian Travis, who has uh, been a frequent caller to the program over the years, uh, kind of keeping us in the loop as to uh, what his activism has been, how he uh, and his family have moved up here, and have really, it's, it's been a lot of work to get you and your family here and settled in, uh, Brian. And, of course, welcome to Free Talk Live. A lot of the, the, the early movers of the Free State Project, this movement of uh, thousands of liberty-minded people all converging on the same geographic uh, land area, a lot of the earlier movers are younger males and relatively unattached. Uh, the, you know, A lot of them, uh, may, maybe they've got a girlfriend, maybe not, uh, but they don't have uh, a business that they're running. They don't have uh, the horses, a dozen or more horses that they need to bring up, and a big family farm that they have to move. I mean, you are one of the earlier movers that has had a whole lot of work to do uh, as far as getting here in New Hampshire and 
You've been here for a little while now, and here you are at the Porcupine Freedom Festival. How do you feel about being here? Well, it's been about a year. Uh, we moved about a year ago, and and uh, yeah, it was a it was quite a quite a a, a trip. You know, I, I I look at these guys who can pack everything they own in their Jeep. Yeah. yeah. You know, and kind of. <laughs> Kind of, you know, move from place to place and uh, move across the country and whatever. It cost me $50,000 to move all the horses Gosh. and all the equipment and all the crap, the, you know, the stuff that you accumulate over years. Mm. Yeah. And the whole family here. So. If you, and, and especially if you have a farm already, you've accumulated a lot of stuff. Yes. Uh, you know, the average uh, suburbanite has no idea of the kind of equipment that one needs in order to just live on, a, not even far, to farm, but to just live on a large piece, piece of acreage. You've got backhoes and, and uh, front-end loaders and things like that. Well, yeah. And then for every horse, for every pound of every horse, you got two pounds of horse stuff. You know, you got the, you got all the stuff it takes to to move the food in, and then they eat it, and then you need the stuff to move the food out when they process it. And uh, and, and you know that, that it just takes a lot of horsepower, I guess. So. so how do you feel? I mean, after a year about of being here in New Hampshire, you're here again at the Porcupine Freedom Festival. How do you feel about being here at Pork Fest amongst all these wonderful people? Well, you know, you know, it, it's been kind of interesting here. There's been dogs fighting. There's been zombies. You know, I met a kid that didn't say please and thank you. You know, it sucked. Uh -oh. <laughs> but uh, you know, other than that, you know, it's been it's been pretty good. There's just a lot of people here. A lot of great. Uh, uh, activists and and just people that you want to hang around with. I, I was talking to some uh, some guy. I, I'm trying to talk some kid in Arizona uh, to uh, to come up here, like not go home tomorrow. <laughs> and uh, and you know that's what it's about because he wants to go yeah. home and think about it. No, I mean you, you're here now. This is where you need to be. Because if you're unattached and you don't have a whole lot going on, there's really no reason to stay where you are. Come right. We need more and... girls, of course. But, yeah, uh, for sure. Uh, so you know, come on out. I'm saying if it's easy to pick up and go, pick up and go. Let's uh, let's get this movement going. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, just graduated from high school or just graduated from college. Perfect uh, time. Uh, this is the perfect time before you set down roots because once you do, you know, you're going to get the girl you love, and then you have two people to convince, you know, yourself right. and her or him or whatever. And, you know, just do it now. Get, get going. Absolutely. So, I mean, it's been a tough first year for you and your family here in New Hampshire, not just the move, but also uh, being attacked, targeted and attacked by the, the agents of the state. They came in and they stole uh, about a dozen of your horses earlier this year. That Your son was arrested for using a video camera on his own property and recording a police officer. It's just been an absolute assault against uh, the Travis family, and I think it's great that you're still here despite all that. It didn't, you didn't chicken out and, and go home. In fact, you said to me, attempting. That, <laughs> right? You had said to me though that uh, had this same stuff happened to you back in Colorado, you don't know what you would have done. Yeah, I mean, they're, 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 and this stuff happens everywhere. I, I think uh, we tend to put our heads a little more above water up here because, you know, we know we have the support. And so you get slapped down. It's whack-a-mole time, you know. Mm -hmm. You get slapped down, and, and it's the support here that, that is just unparalleled anywhere else. Um, th th there was a, a, something that happened last week. They, um, uh, the, uh, the, the sergeant called me and said, uh, we want you and Heidi to come down. We just want to have a friendly chat. <laughs> Uh, okay, what's this about? Well, you know, it's about the horses. Well, then why don't you tell me, you know, why don't we have a friendly chat on the phone? Well, we want to have a friendly chat at the police station. Oh, and, boy. and I wasn't about to say, well, why don't we have a friendly chat at my house? Because every time they come to my house, it costs me money. Yeah. So I just said, well, why don't we just not talk at all? <laughs> and and, and that, that was the end of it. So Good. who knows what, what it is they were going to threaten us with, with in this friendly chat. But, yeah, uh, I, there's never any reason to talk to those people. They, exactly. And, and, you know, I, I think they're expecting people to kind of bend over like everybody else does. We're not going to do that. So, you know, that's a little minor piece of activism. But, uh, you know, anytime every you, time you say no, not expecting, yeah, every time you say no, that's active.
Absolutely. Thank you, Brian, for coming on the show tonight. I really appreciate always uh, hearing from you. We've got only a few minutes remaining here, about 20, uh, 20 minutes remaining here from the live from the 2009 Porcupine Freedom Festival. And I want to ask Varen, uh, Varen Swearingen, the president of the Free State Project, to sit in on the mic here and uh, we get a chance to kind of touch base with you. As uh, the, the, the man heading up the organization, the Free State Project, uh, a, a group designed to encourage as many people, thousands of like-minded, liberty-oriented people to move here to New Hampshire, get active for freedom. Varen, uh, what are the numbers? What, how, how successful has this 2009 Porcupine Freedom Festival been compared to past years, which have been successes? Oh, yeah. Uh, it's another record. We have uh, just got some numbers today, and they're not the final numbers, but we hit 500 people that we know about anyways. Uh, registrations and walk-ins, and I've seen a lot of people walking around without badges, so I don't know what the real numbers are, but I might be saying something like 600, which is, which is quite a record. It's... Um, and that's know, double last year. Is that double last year? No, it's not double. I think we somebody reported it was change, double. Foreign okay. change last year. So so fifty percent increase then. Yeah, four thirty forty percent something like yeah. that. Yeah, that's a lot. That's awesome. And we came, you know, three three out to what two hours further north, three hours something like that. And I think it's all women too because this it seems yeah. to be you know it's, it's a little more balance. Yeah, a lot more balance. Uh, a lot of families, a lot of women. A lot of families, man. The kids too. We had the Porcupine Olympics today. My kids mm -hmm. were in that. They're seven and eight, and it was mm -hmm. fun. I actually raced with them, and then I fell flat in the dirt, and nobody got it on video with all oh, the people around here. Can you believe that? Now, uh, you know, it's, it's, that's one thing, is the registrations don't include the children, but, right. you know, children are people, too. Absolutely. So Absolutely. If, those, if the children are included in those numbers, it might be seven. Well, if you want to get, get something on video, it's better to announce it in advance. So, but you didn't know you were going to fall I didn't fall know down. until halfway through the race yeah. I was going to fall flat on my face and eat grass. Well, I mean, uh, Patrick, uh, one of the, uh, the activists from Keene, uh, w was uh, jumping over a fire at uh, a recent get-together, oh, which hear about this. wasn't such a great idea. In <laughs> fact, it was an awful idea, but, uh, but he announced that in advance and there were at least three video cameras oh, on that one well, so they good. were ready that's yeah. good is he okay he uh got a little singed uh his okay. hair on his legs i think got singed that and his hair back. on his head actually uh, got singed from it as well yeah, but. that's good Oh, yeah. Not, uh, don't recommend you try that one at home. Was this uh, a, an alcohol bravery stunt? No, it was a testosterone 19-year-old male kind of bravery thing. Gotcha. You understand, right? Yeah, well, that's, one of the, that's one of the things in the world that uh, you know, causes the problems, that testosterone. So, Varen, uh, obviously, yeah. as you mentioned, a lot for, uh, for families here at the Absolutely. Porcupine Freedom Festival. Uh, there are single people, couples here as well. It's a great time socially, people getting together, getting to know one another. It's fun oh, yeah. to just walk around the campsites and just walk around from place to place and you know, people see you, they wave, and they, you know, you go over and have a little bit, a little bit of conversation. There was a birthday party today uh, for uh, for William, the president of the New Hampshire Underground. There was a shower. Yep. A, sh a shower. Wedding, shower. Wedding shower? Oh, okay. Wait, I don't or know. Baby shower. Actually, I don't know which one. There was a shower. There's so much. Yeah. There's so much going on. I, I don't even know what's all, yeah. what all is happening here. Oh, it was fun. And 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 we even organized a little campsite socialing with the cook-off. You know. Yep. Mm -hmm. That was fun. Walking around and tasting a little food and they competition. Also, yep, yep. They also had uh, the road rally yesterday. There's been oh, yeah. so much going on this weekend. It's been a great event. And uh, the Free State Project, of course, behind it all, FreeStateProject.org. Is the website and Varen Swearingen always nice having you on the show? Great, thanks Thank for coming you. on. This is Free Talk Live. Only moments remain. If you want to dial in, get in, uh, get in right now at 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live Saturday edition. Toll free number for you to bring up anything is 800-259-9231. 
That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, and it's 1-800-259-9231. Joining you tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We've got a lot of features. We give them all away. Now, if you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, one of the best ways to do it is to become a Free Talk Live amplifier for as little as 3 bucks a month. We'll take that money in, reinvest it into the show, get on more radio stations around the country, bring more Internet listeners on board, and expose new people to the ideas of freedom. You get perks, too. You get access to the Amp Only call-in lines, chat room, forum, and more. All the details are there for you at amp.freetalklive.com. Plus, you get uh, an occasional perk you weren't expecting, like uh, being here at the... Porcupine Freedom Festival, if you're hanging out at the Free Talk Live uh, studios, Jason Osborne has brought some uh, alcoholic drinks. Actually, have they all been uh, imbibed at this point? There's still more? Okay, good. The uh, the party must go on, and uh, so thanks to Jason Osborne and SACL CAI for providing our listeners with the uh, the libations of the evening. As we continue here in the remaining moments of the program, i got got just enough time for a few more guests, and we'll try to sneak a call in if you make it at 800-259-9231. So many interesting people, so much to talk about. There's no way we can fit it all into nine hours of broadcasting, but we'll, we're doing our best. Uh, JC is with us from LDSLiberty.org, and we had talked, I think, earlier this week, Mark, about... The, the diversity within this movement yes uh, it's it's not just uh, it's not just politics I mean there the people that are in the in the liberty movement are interested in a lot of different things uh, they the guiding kind of principle that we all uh, share is that we want to work on removing aggression from the society in which we live aggression gets peaceful people but within that there are a whole bunch of divergent and interesting belief systems uh, of course tomorrow morning there are a lot of different religious gatherings going on uh, the Christians are getting together uh, parents were engine we just heard from him he's one of the uh, the more uh, noticeable uh, no notable Christian members of the Free State Project uh, the, the Quakers, I believe you're going to be heading up a Quaker group tomorrow. Campsite 67. Uh, and so that's going to be happening, I think, for the first time this year. The atheists have had a, uh, a gathering here for a long time. I don't know who else is uh, getting together. I think there was a Jewish meetup last uh, last night. So within this within this movement, a whole lot of uh, a diverse range of kind of religious organizations and uh, belief systems. And JC with LDSLiberty.org, LDS, obviously the uh, Church of Latter Day Saints. Is that cor uh, is that correct, JC? Yeah, Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. And uh, kind of what I do is try to help uh, Mormons uh, recognize that when they sign on to be a Mormon, that they are really also promising to be a libertarian as well. There are a lot of things just woven into the doctrine that help them realize that they need to support people's free will to to act as they please to. Where did they go wrong? I mean, uh, as, an, as somebody who's been involved in that religion, uh, clearly a lot of organized religions, uh, they make a lot of uh, misinterpretations perhaps of some of the things they've been told, and they'll go down the path of statism and supporting the government and supporting aggression against peaceful people. Are there certain issues that they just don't quite get it that you're trying to help them with? Well, you know what? People are people no matter where they are, no matter what religion they are. So what I want to do is focus on the Mormons and their own perspective, because if you want them to understand liberty, you have to speak to them in their own language, mm -hmm. and, and then they'll hopefully adopt it. And, and I think that Mormonism also has a lot to offer to the liberty movement as well. There's an understanding of authority that Mormons understand very well that authority just can't be assumed. People can't just assume authority. It has to be given to them from somebody else in order to act. And, and, and I think that LDS understanding of authority can, can help out the liberty movement quite a bit. So not only do I want to bring Mormons to liberty, but uh, I would probably uh, like to as well bring some libertarians to understand libertarian theory a little bit better. 
Great. So what are you doing to, to help this process to so do your activism? I do have a podcast. I have a partner that, uh, that I podcast with. Uh, LDS Liberty is the name of the show at ldsliberty.org. You can find mm-hmm. it there. And, uh, you know, it's a small podcast, but, but I have to say that after, uh, after I, I heard my hero, Mark, uh, the guy <laughs> who stammers and still, uh, you know, happens to be a great talk show host, I was uh, yeah. inspired to, be, uh, to, to, to do that as my activism as well. And because of it, uh, you know, some Mormons have joined the Free State Project. Great. Some went to move, and it's a tribute to uh, partially to Free Talk Live. So, well, thanks thank for you. what you're doing, JC. I'm so glad to hear that. And uh, one time again, uh, ldsliberty.org is the website for those who are of the Mormon persuasion to tune in and listen to what you guys have to say. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Toll-free number here is 800-259-9231. And then I think joining us to wrap out the night, uh, my favorite Free Talk Live co-host, Julia, is with us. Hello there. Hello. Welcome uh, to the show, as always. Uh, nice to, uh, to have you here. You came up a, a little bit late, but you're a hardworking lady. You actually have a job that pays you. You aren't getting paid to do free talk live, so you had to stay an extra day uh, down in Keene. But you did come up yesterday. And uh, how's, how's you, what do you think of this event, the uh, 2009 Pork Fest at a, a brand-new location? Well, i got to say I like this location a lot better than last year's location. That's it's a lot consensus. easier to get around. Mm-hmm. That's and the consensus, I believe. Yeah, like it a lot better. Also, I've never been this north in New Hampshire. The drive was stunningly beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, right. If you're not seeing mountains, you're seeing these uh, granite uh, you know, walls. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, really nice drive. It's nice up here. So it absolutely is. Of course, the whole state of New Hampshire is, uh, is nice, and, uh, but being up here surrounded by like-minded people sure is a, a real bonus to the scenery as well. Right. Now, uh, you've, been seeing, uh, you've been seeing a lot of friendly faces, people that you've known before, but also a lot of new faces here. Yeah. And, uh, and what do you think about some of the people you've been, uh, you've been meeting? Is it is still the quality crowd uh, that, it, that it's always been? Has the, uh, the quality level of the activists here increased? Over time? Well, there's more people, so it kind of makes sense that it would increase. You're right. It, it, quantity does help in that case. So, uh, so we're here at the 2009 Porcupine Freedom Festival. And, yes, Mark? Well, I was just uh, thinking that, you know, there's a lot of people out here open carrying weapons and uh, things going on and alcohol being imbibed, and we haven't had any problems. Can you imagine the people? Well, that, now, what, okay. What, now, hold on a second. There was an incident uh, a few nights ago where some, nobody yeah, got was, hurt. That was okay. the Fed, right? So... Well, there's there's an allegation. Is he here? Is he here? I don't see him here. Uh, there's an there's an al- there are allegations going around about there might be uh, possibly a, a hey federal man, agent or two. that guy is creepy. I'm sorry. Right. So he had a gun, he had a gun out and uh, was kind of playing with it a little bit too much and uh, and somebody had a few words with him. John Shaw from Think Twice News went over and had a few words with him. Right. And, and, and it's, it's great that the experienced uh, you know uh, gun owners here will uh, let the the people that need a little right. advice. Social no. at work. That kind right. of behavior does not fly here. It's my understanding that. Got some real great footage of this guy. Uh, ThinkTwiceNews.com. They're going to be putting something together, and whether he's a Fed or not, going to make him look like a real, a real uh, jerkwad. And I don't even the, know who he is. Yeah, I, I don't either. And, but if you, you want know, to be like that, I, then... I was creeped out by him yesterday before I even heard that he was a Fed because he was walking around like, I don't know, eyeballing. Yeah, him? like sta- he was standing next to me while I was sitting down, looking down at me, and like staring and not talking or being friendly like everyone else here if you look at them they'll usually smile if you haven't talked to them and maybe introduce themselves but this guy's just like i don't know let's take one more phone call here uh, while we've got you on the show julia dave is in Keene and listening to wkbk dave you're on free talk live hey how you guys doing hey what's on your mind tonight dave 
hey, you know, you guys are talking about guns. And all that. You, know, you guys shoot yourselves in the foot all the time. Why do you How's do that? such stupid things? Like the what idiot would, in who uh, got arrested for videotaping his court appearance and then was which, blinded. Which, which idiot? With two people have been arrested for videotaping in the uh, the public court lobby, so which which idiot would you be referring to? I don't remember which one it was, but uh, you know you guys do a lot of really stupid things. Well, so Dave, what's wait, Dave, you before, before you go on here, live, Dave, you know, um, the guy that was videotaping in the court was protecting your right to videotape in the court. Do you understand that like a public trial is one that's going to be more fair? There's a lot of countries in this nation and we've come through a, you know there's there's been tyranny in the world and public trials uh, help to well, limit that tyranny. A little trial. You think that's tyranny? I'm sorry. It's a little Dave, so he's protecting your right so, at so, the same wait, time. Wait, wait, now hold on. Now Dave, yeah. you're saying you don't believe in the freedom of the press? Is that what you're saying? I believe in the freedom of the press, but but in that Except for this little stinking trial, are, right Dave? Excuse me, sir. There are rules Ex that everyone lives by, and one of the rules in right. that room, you are Do you not make allowed up the rules? to videotape. Who, who gets to make up the rules? Because I have a set of rules that I follow on a, on a daily basis, just personally. In your society, go move to where you want to be, where there are hey, Dave. rules. But you live if, in. If King. it's a rule, Dave, you somebody should King. write it down, right? I mean, it should be written what? down if it's a rule. Why is it not illegal to videotape in the lobby and then the cops arrest somebody for videotaping in the lobby? Why don't they just arrest you for not doing something legal? For illegal, excuse me. Morons like you shoot yourself in the foot by making yourself look like idiots. You're, you're grouping people together, Dave. I haven't uh, videotaped in, um, anything, and you don't know me, so please don't call me a moron. Okay. Well, he doesn't have any intellectual arguments you. to make. You I see, do. people like Dave don't actually have anything coherent to say, so right. all they can do is say, you guys are stupid. Yeah, shut up and leave us alone. Why are you around here hey, shooting Dave, yourself in Dave, the foot? Dave, I'd like to make this point. You're the governor of the state of New Hampshire invited me to oh, move here. Man, now you're telling buddy. me to go home? Nope. Hey, Dave, I got news for you, buddy. We're not going anywhere. I We're live surrounded. in New Hampshire. We're surrounded by like-minded people, and I don't see any morons out here, and more of them are coming here to New Hampshire every single month, so... Take your socialism and move to, New to Massachusetts. Or your fascism, or whatever your problem is. Toodles, Dave. We'll see you guys Monday nights, uh, or Monday night, rather, and in the meantime, at freetalklive.com. Thanks so much for listening, everybody.